The Comic-Con that is a mile above the rest returns in 2013, and it's bigger than ever. That's right. Stan Lee's going to be at Denver Comic-Con this year. They also have George Takei at Denver Comic-Con 2013. Plus Kelly Who and Will Wheaton. Friend of the podcast, George's Jaunty, will be there. So go online to denvercomiccon.com where you can buy tickets. Stay tuned. VIP tickets for Stan Lee will be available. Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast, unofficially the official podcast at Denver Comic-Con 2013. Go online to denvercomiccon.com to buy tickets today. Lots of cool guests. They keep on announcing more. Man of Action is going to be there. It's yeah. It's Colorado-based uh, animation studio that's responsible for great cartoons like Ben 10 and Ultimate Spider-Man. I just love... Ben 10 is th- really good from what I hear. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> they were just announced, so keep. Uh, they're going to keep on announcing more people. And I just put in our request for interviews, James. Ooh. And you know who Dude. topped my list? Joe Kelly? No, uh, Joe Kelly's on my list. Okay, good. But oh. uh, Stan Lee is on the top of my list. Oh, man, Stan Lee's going. And, I, you know, he can call and I say, you know, Stan, all I want you to say is you're listening to Real Nerds Podcast Excelsior. If you're listening to this, Stan Lee... Um, you know, call the show and say that, and I'll. I don't. Need, I don't cry. even need that. He doesn't have to say anything for me to hug him. I know, and then he'll ask for security. Yeah, no, he will. But I will take whatever. But be careful. They give he's, me. you know, he's ninety. No, I know. So don't. That's don't. why he needs as many hugs as he can get. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Denver Comic Con is May thirty first through June second, Colorado Convention Center. Be there, or be square. What else do you have to go to do? Like right. Home? The end of May? Yeah. What else is this, are you going to do? Is it the same weekend as Pride Fest again this year? Uh, I hope who, not. Yeah. Who cares? I want to go. I mean, not, 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 not to say anything bad about Pride Fest, but like. Well, Laura, we got you two. a media pass, so you're going to be stuck at. Do they have face oh. painting at Comic-Con? Yes. If you, if you bring face paint, <laughs> they do. <laughs> I'll, I'll paint your oh, face. Okay, I guess. Lady, everybody, everybody listening, guess what? We've, <laughs> Thanks, we, we, can, we can announce here that there will now be face painting at. Uh, Brad got my sexual joke. I was trying to ignore it. It was great, though. One of the great things about listening to Real Nerds Podcast is you can log on to tweakedaudio.com. Tweaked Audio has awesome earbuds. Still love my natural V3s, baby. Oh, they're really nice. And if you, when you check out on tweakedaudio.com in the promo code area. And you're looking at the, at the amount you're paying, you're like, this is reasonable, but man, I'd like to pay less. You know what? You can, James. What? One word. R-E-E-L-N-E-R-D-S. Real nerds, you get a third off your whole order. Not just like one earbud. Let's say you order 50 of them, third off all of them. The way you did the letters there was like a rap song. Like it was. Easy. Yeah, that was good. I'm very rhythmic. Yeah. Um, we, a lot we, of people we, don't we gotta, know that. We got to add like a dubstep <laughs> beat under that and, and make some money. Hey, Brad, drop drop me some beats. Skrillex style. Uh, yeah, on it. I'm Real nerds podcast and tweak oh. audio dot com. Oh, oh, a no. third off your full order for all your earbuds. Uh, I hit the off button. I'm sorry. <laughs> Asshole. I'm, I'm so glad. I'm so glad <laughs> Honey, that there was no I, audio under that. I absolutely love you, and I think you're very talented. But that is not one of your talents. You know what? I'm <laughs> the next Vanilla Ice. Boom. Yeah, that worked out well for him. Didn't oh, you mean you're gonna be on, you're gonna be on the you know surreal what? world? You know, what? I'm gonna 14. get a lot of money. I'm gonna blow it all, and then in 20 years, I'll be in an Adam, an Adam Sandler movie. So, huh? Guess I win. He was actually pretty good in that. He was. He's really good in yeah. it. Of course, we're talking about that's my boy. Yeah, that's, that's what we boy. do on Real Nerds Podcast, James. You know that. Yes, I've been doing this for two years almost. I know. Every week we go see a new movie, and then we podcast our experience to the world. Yeah. This week we saw 
Olympus has fallen. Olympus is the White House, guys. Yeah, yeah, in case you couldn't figure that out. Still, yes. you know, I, well, I'll save reviews for later, but man, that title's not very good. No, it's not. Um, but we also talk about what we've been watching, because <laughs> we're such big movie fans, and TV fans, pop culture fans. That, and you know what? Stay tuned, because I'm going to actually debut a new review section on our website. I'm going to review Tomb Raider. I'm going to put it up on the oh, website. Oh, dude. Oh, man. So that should be fun. Because you know what? We haven't done a Real Gamers in a long time. That's true. So And I've been itching. Because you know I've been not watching movies and instead playing lots of video I games. I know you have. Uh, so that's not a bad idea. Um, yeah, what I just realized is the, the title Olympus Has Fallen has, is so bad that everybody went to see The Croods this week. <laughs> that movie is called The Croods. Yep. Don't yeah. be crude. Hey, that's what AMC told us today. Uh, speaking of being crude, we should probably do the mail. No, dude. Can I? Or we t- could t- let what people else listening, we do on our show? or let nice. people know who's on the show and what these voices are. No. Oh yeah. Dude. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't care about that shit. Well, Dan, there's only one voice you. that matters, and that's mine. Yeah. Hi, I'm Ryan. I'm the host of Real Nerds and the most charismatic one. Take in front of me please. is Brad. In front of him is <laughs> James. Oh yeah. Dan, and in front of James is Dan. Hey, and Hi, next Dan. to James is. Um, I'm Laura. I'm Ryan's wife. He says he's the host, but I'm pretty much the boss of him. So whoa, 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 whoa my wife's so cool. Well, a tectonic shift here. Welcome back, Dan. Yeah, Our first Dan, returning yeah. host ever. I mean, uh, guest yes, ever. Well, that's is, true. This, so yeah. is that an actual? Is that the fact now? That yeah, is a no, fact. that is a yeah. fact. Wow. Yeah. So You're thank you. Yeah, yeah, look it up. <laughs> Two <laughs> weeks in a row, we've had people on the show. Yeah. We we must be reaching a whole new audience in Littleton, Colorado. Last week was wild. I pimped y'all's. Thank you. We appreciate it. You're Basically, welcome. what happened is we ran out of things ourselves to say, so <laughs> yeah. we, we need people to fill in. And yeah, and this is the first time my wife's listened to the show in two years. So as of <laughs> appreciate it, honey. I do, she's uh, she's I not listening now. I listen to like the first twenty minutes of it on Stitcher, and then I sometimes listen to the whole thing. But then that's where the numbers come from. Brad's always concerned <laughs> about the people who turn it off after twenty minutes. That's just now my we know wife. it's all you. Yeah. <laughs> can we can we make she, a comment about how bad the name Olympus has fallen now, or should we make it later? You buy go on. Uh, it is so bad. Uh, they had a early title card. It was like five seconds in Olympus uh-huh. has fallen, yeah. and then they have the whole opening sequence, and then oh. the wife dies, and that's when they could have had the title card. Yeah, but they would have confused a lot of dumb people. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's because they would have thought her name was Olympus, or, you know, or I, something. Yeah, I'll, I'll save it for the review of the movie. I kept oh, on thinking good. for something to happen. It's but. also so bad. I'm struggling to figure out how to make a pun out of it for the title of this episode. <laughs> Olympus has shit. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll help you. Yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> Olympus is f- from now. <laughs> hey, hey, watch your language. Fan mail. Fan mail. Um, we got one piece of fan mail this week. Besides all the nice tweets from our guests from last week, we oh, really yeah, appreciate absolutely. it. Who were really cool. Oh yeah, it was really way, fun having them. Anytime you have filmmakers on. Yeah. It's always yeah. fun. I mean, it, that episode is wild and long, and you know, you mm. should you should go listen to it. But and uh, shockingly, with all that time, Maddie forgot to pimp his movie Five Steps. So oh, that's true. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm going to throw it in great. right now. Well, they talked about a lot of the stuff they're doing. So yeah. they did. Well, I asked him what he was doing, and then he just started talking about other stuff. So yeah. Well, he, he's he's a yeah. very involved filmmaker with lots of projects going on. So yeah, yeah. that's okay. Well, they all are. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we appreciate him being on the show. Hey, if you want to be on Real Nerds Podcast, direct message us on Twitter or send us an email, and you can be on the show. Or it's easier than that. You can just call. You can call. You can just call any 720-6-NERDS-5. Hey, you know what our tweet uh, handle is? Is that what it's called? <laughs> a Twitter handle. handle. A Twitter, Twitter handle. handle, yeah. Do you know what it is, James? Um, it's uh, P- Plan942. Dude, that's your email, you idiot. Oh, this sorry. is why I'm the host. It's right. at real underscore nerds. Email us, realnerds at gmail.com. You should visit our totally badass new website, realnerdspodcast.com. 
It looks so nice. Did you guys read my article about Robert Downey Jr. movies? I did. It well, took I me like three and a half really hours long. to write. Yeah. Uh, but it was is is it's pretty impressive. Because also, I wanted the the picture, you know, for the header to be one that isn't noticeable. That like, hey, I took that picture, you fucking asshole. So <laughs> I, I I searched and I went to like the tenth page and I found that Iron Man one and it's not credited to anything. So I just took it. Yeah. And hey, you know what? That's how you it's do also, things on the internet. It's also, you know, people should just expect it now on the internet, right? Yeah. I mean, just like if you take pictures of your wife naked and it gets up on the internet, it's just expected. Please don't do that. I don't. <laughs> Good. I'm talking about when Scarlett Johansson... Um, Takes pictures of her wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's how it goes. Oh. So n- now we can start fan mail. Yeah. Only, only like really one email. And um, this is from <laughs> Marcy McGovern, who obviously knows James. Yeah. Because she calls James out in this. She says, hello to James and the real nerds. Uh, it's Ryan and the real nerds. <laughs> Marcy. Oh. I just listened to my first podcast. Hey, we're our first podcast hey, ever. Thank Thanks. Yeah. Well, cool. Very you... good. And I'll listen again. Thank what? you very oh, much. Man. All right. Well, that, but, I'm, I feel better about what she's about to say. But now. you know what? She has <laughs> some feedback for you, James. Oh, shit. I my mean, feedback I mean, asks for a small change. I think the smooth dropping of the F-palm is really not needed. That's it. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Marcy. Um, um, yeah. It, so we, um, I was thinking about this during the movie because there are some parts of the movie that aren't real exciting. Um, and what I realized is, okay, what is the one piece of like really great, what's the great comment that we get from fans when we meet them? It's that they say like, I really like you guys because you talk about movies the way that me and my friends talk about movies. Um, and I, I feel like part of that is that we are, you know, we we get on here and we get very comfortable and talk like we do when we're all sitting around. And the truth is, when we're all just sitting around talking about movies, we're 12-year-old boys. And 12-year-old boys like to say f- uh because it's just a word. Like It is. You know. I mean, it, it's, it's... Do we use care. it too much? You, yeah, probably. I really but don't think it. we cuss that much. When I listen to the shows, I well, do... I mean, comparatively to some podcasts, I don't think so. Oh, no. Well, and, but that's the thing. Like, yes, us on the internet, we're not that bad. Like, we're not as bad as... I've never listened to the hard-on podcast, but I'm pretty sure the hard-on podcast <laughs> probably talks about a lot of hard-ons. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to um, do a public service announcement for Marcy. She should listen to the Amazing Spider-Man one, because that is a family-friendly one, which we do not cuss, except for once that's bleeped out, and well, one time where Brad forgot to bleep it out. There's a, yeah, there's a few times it's bleeped out. And, yeah. I did miss one. He did miss yeah. one, but the rest of the time it's really funny. Um, yeah, you should yeah. make it. You should, uh, you know, if you're bored one day, and you should make it like the Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie where we cuss, but the beep is underneath the cuss, and you still hear the cussing. That's really funny. <laughs> Might be this episode. That'd be awesome. Oh, oh, that would be good. I, the truth is, like, I I like that episode so much that I wish it, I, I wish it were really easy for us to just like put the episode, the show into a program that would just always bleep us because I think when it's bleeped, it's really funny. Um, because it draws more attention all, to it. That's why when I watch South Park on DVD, I almost like it better on DVD. It's funnier. They bleep out the yeah. yeah, yeah. It yeah. adds something to it. Yeah, um, I think, and I think part of it is that there are some people like, like you say, like we're not as bad as a lot of the internet, um, but there are some people who like never say that word and never hear that. I word. know that's weird. Um, but they're not on the internet because the whole internet is full of right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not literally people, not people and not the people who are f-ks, but people who say f-k a lot. Um, yeah, uh, you know. It, it's, I it's guess a, it wouldn't be vice, too hard for me to bleep everything. Yeah, each week. I don't want. I don't want. That'd wanna be a lot of work. Yeah. yeah, I'm not getting paid, Marcy. So it's like <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have been paid, Brad. I don't know if you, if you checked our. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't get a, I don't get a salary a, or an hour, hourly yeah. rate for doing the editing. Dollars do. split three ways. What's eight <laughs> divided by three? That's like two eighty-seven. No, you don't have to do the math. It's a pension. You were bleeping out everything. 
that we would just make it worse. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I would say f- all the time then. Just an hour of just like bleeps. It just yeah. be. F- <laughs> and you'd, and, and you'd, he'd, he'd say it like that, so it all get beeped together, and then it would sound like he was saying something really bad because it'd just be one long beep. Yeah, I could even just bleep like innocent things and make it sound <laughs> like uh, we were. Yeah. But you know, make the, it, sound the, it is fun when you listen to the show sometimes because Brad always adds these sound effects. I think you do it to see if we really listen to the show or something. Yeah, once yeah. in a while. Yeah. yeah. Well, and part of it, whatever's part most of it creative. What I've what I've noticed is like the episodes where we're where it's a late movie and we're all really tired and it's been a long day. It happens more um, because I think uh, me for sure. I'm one of those people who I will say it. Um, but you're an I'll, English I'll major. Shouldn't you be able to articulate without using curse words, James? Oh, f- Thanks. You were about to say, oh, <laughs> f*** you. I, I was. You were. I was. Um, no, it, because it goes the, unfortunately it goes the other way because I look at it, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's really just a word. Yeah, totally. Uh, th- it is no different than saying um, and I don't say um a lot when I talk, or at least I try not to. Instead, I say, f***. Mm. Um, it's not aggressive. I, it's I, just I you being lazy. F- instead of um makes you more articulate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a long word. You know, word. that's the only thing I do think about when I'm podcasting because you know more normally i just talk you know and keep on going yeah but i always am conscious if i say um or yeah. like i try yeah, really like hard to get about uh, my oh, big offender that. so here's a funny story of my husband being an asshole what um, <laughs> <laughs> now we were, i wonder why cora thought he was an asshole uh we were in line one time at starbucks and ryan just was counting and he'd like 39 40 40 i'm like what are you doing honey and he was like the girl behind me will not stop saying um i'm counting it (laughs) (laughs) okay okay uh we should preface this by saying Uh, that this chick behind me was really fucking annoying and yeah she kept saying um she wasn't saying um honey she was saying like oh Oh. so she was that is worse so that changes the fact that you're being a judgmental Uh, uh, no i don't care if you think i'm a jerk it's annoying to me (laughs) that you say well like i was going to like the bar and like my friend was totally like Literally, we were in line, I don't know how long, two minutes? 77 times, she oh, said, like. No. Oh, my God. And that's only when oh. I started counting. I don't know how many times before, but that's I, when I started oh. noticing. And I'm the jerk. Yeah. Huh, maybe she should get an education. She wasn't yeah. talking to you. You're not, a, you're not a jerk. You didn't turn around and light her hair on fire. I know. You're a saint. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't turn around and say, like, use a new word, bitch. <laughs> Whoa. That would be a jerk. And then, and then in a mic drop, even though you, weren't, you didn't have Yeah. Any. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had, uh, since you called out the whole I'm an English major thing, I had a linguistics professor, a linguistics professor who, uh, big word in his, yeah, yeah, in, in his, uh, <laughs> sermons, what do you call them? I've, I'm, yeah, I don't know a lot about words. He's going to preach you. That's how he feels about getting lessons from people. When he was, yeah, sermons. In, his, in his lessons, only for, oh, only for linguistics. <laughs> so in his lessons, he would, he'd be up there talking and he'd be trying to teach us stuff, but he would say, you know, every couple of words and i'm not exaggerating that's the thing that drives me nuts about athletes they say that all the time yeah well but here's the thing he said it so much and he he spoke very slow and in a way that made it sound like he was being very pointed like he was choosing his his words very carefully except he clearly wasn't because he was saying you know every every two or three words uh it was so bad that by the end of the sentence i couldn't remember where the sentence began so i didn't know what he was saying i was failing the class and i dropped out before i was gonna actually (laughs) it's the only class i gotta withdraw from because i withdrew after the first test because i was like i can't pass this class i can't learn from this guy like it's the worst and Um, now we're gonna get emails about people saying how we don't know how to talk and we're the worst of all time but hey you can do that very easily real nerds at gmail.com leave a comment on our website dude yeah tweet us Call us. Oh. <laughs> I, for, I forgot. There were actually some comments on the website this week. Um, we, uh, I, if, if anybody out there wants to know how to get really cheap Ambien, 
Um, we oh, yeah. we have all kinds of ways. I don't know why anybody wants cheap Ambien, but don't man, Ambien. the entire internet. You can is also just get Nike shoes. Yeah, yeah. We also and, uh, got. Um, they really like our web blog page. Yes, <laughs> maintain uh, on it. Maintain on it. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're. I've seen a lot of opinions, and yours is the best one of the webs. Yes, it's great. <laughs> it's I just delete those emails right away. But here's the thing: it's getting yeah, really bad. Like I woke up this morning. Have and a reading of uh, a lot of fans who don't speak English very well. That's good to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I woke up this morning. There were 109 spam comments on the site. I'm probably going to pay for that spam blocker. Uh, my favorite one, though, was one this week that all it said, beginning and end, there were no crazy links. All it said was, I'm going to watch out for Brussels. <laughs> nice. Dude, Brussels is. Yeah. The muscles dangerous. from Brussels? Jean-Claude Van Damme? Is he coming for us? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be sweet. And he's, he's, uh, he'd be saying stuff. I am not Van Damme, I am Villon. And I'd be like, oh, dude, you are so awesome in Expendables 2. Here, here, I'm holding a knife. Just kick it, dude. Just kick it. <laughs> he was w- he was way cooler, though, in No, no Retreat, No Surrender. Uh, I don't know about that. I mean, <laughs> I haven't watched it illegally on YouTube yet, so I guess I can't say that. Um, uh, what a great segue into stuff we've been watching. So, uh, yeah, this is the stuff we've been watching. Oh, my gosh, you guys. That's guess a, what? It was a good week. I, I watched some Robert Downey Jr. movies this week. Still? There's How more? more? <laughs> no, I, I watched uh, three of them to f- round out my list of 46, and I'll just touch base on them really quick. Yeah. Um, Weird Science mm-hmm. is an 80s movie directed by and written by John Hughes. Yeah, where that lady comes out and she's not wearing a lot of clothes. Yeah. You, you already did that one. And um, <laughs> is, that, is that the Val Kilmer movie? No, it's no, with it's Anthony Michael Hall, which yeah. makes another appearance in a movie I watched. But watching it again, I, I realized that it's kind of like cat in the hat where these oh. guys want to make something and then this well except cat in the hat isn't in this one is really hot kelly lebrock yeah. she comes in and, and like a cut off and then they have a party and they trash the house and they paint it blue and they turn bill paxton into that monster thing and they all learn their lesson and all the stuff goes away and the house is rearranged and they come back and it's okay uh Robert Downey Jr. plays the bully in it, if you don't remember him. They should have p- p- turned uh, Robert Downey Jr. into Monster Thing 2 then. Ah! Ah, hey. Um, speaking of Anthony Michael Hall and Robert Downey Jr., he's okay. also in a movie called Johnny Be Good. Now, oh, I don't know yeah. if you've seen this one, but it's an 80s football movie, which is not that good because it's really cheesy, but there's some funny parts in it. The, uh, the beginning is actually really funny. I forget the actor's name who plays the principal in The Breakfast uh, Club. Michael J. Fox. No, not Michael J. Fox. Okay. He's not in The Breakfast Club, you idiot. Um, it's the he's old guy good, where he says, you know, uh, he's the hard ass in it. But he plays the coach, and he's really funny. And this is how you really have to stretch your credibility in this movie is Anthony Michael Hall is the studliest quarterback in the nation. And he's so good. But, and Robert Downey Jr. is his best friend, and he's a backup quarterback. And he's a bumbling buffoon, guys. Yeah, he is. Um, and the movie's, eh, whatever. The, the best part is when... He goes to L.A. to be recruited, and you know there's all these improper benefits going on. So it's like a morality tell. Do you go to the state college where he's promised the black coach is promising a good education, or do you go to the glitz and glamour of L.A. where you come back in parachute pants and purple sequin sparkly oh, things? Uh, parachute <laughs> yeah. pants? Yeah. Exactly. Oh no, no, I'm, no yeah. You, you know what? Always go with parachute pants. But he made the right choice. He went with he parachute went to, pants. No, he went to state college. Oh come he on. He cared about his education. I like the movie. Uh, notable for Uma Thurman's first appearance in a movie. Now, though, where does that movie take place inside of the Back to the Future canon? Um, it is before. It's before two and after one. Yes. Oh, it's before, oh okay. All right. Yeah. Johnny, be good. Everybody. Oh. Yeah, I got it. 
Okay. <laughs> and they have a there's a really not good cover of Johnny Be Good. I forget who it's by. It's actually by a, a popular band. Uh, uh, I was watching my, Michael J. Scott. It's done by Michael J. Fox. It's done by a fading Marty McFly. So that's not so good. <laughs> yeah. No, that <laughs> version I don't mind. Um, and the last one I saw is a movie I saw a while ago, and I didn't like it then, and I'm not a big fan of it now. Is Natural Born Killers? Oh yeah, that's not um, great. I, I will say that the performance by Rodney Dangerfield, Woody Harrelson, and Robert Downey Jr. is really good. Mm. But too bad the whole movie, I, I didn't really pick up ha- until halfway through, is always shot crooked. And then every time they would move Dutch angles. Yeah, yeah. another way, it'd go crooked again. And it was really Cause, obnoxious. Because Dutch angles communicate the way that the character is uh, looking at the world in a way that's askew. <laughs> but if that, exactly. movie w- if that movie was made by <laughs> yeah. a less stupid director... I think it'd be a good movie. Right. I mean, I, the performances are really good. I was, I, was just, I was just <laughs> quoting to you, like, filming 101. Yeah, that's exactly like, what you hear in a film class. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not as douchey, though. <laughs> no. But Roddy Dangerfield's really good as, the, as a creepy father who sexually abuses her, uh, Juliette Lewis's yeah. character. Also, Tommy Lee Jones is really good as the prison warden. And uh, Robert Downey Jr. is an Australian TV reporter. So, second time he's played in... Well, first time he played in Australia, and second time was in Tropic Thunder. You say you don't like it, but it was pretty high up on your overall list of Robert Downey Jr. Uh, movies. He's, like he's 30, watched some pretty I bad. I think it's 38. That's not that high. Yeah. yeah. And he's he's watched some pretty bad ones. I have. Uh, have you seen Shortcuts? Um, you have not. You like that one. <laughs> I mean, not Shortcuts. Uh, <laughs> like, love and Distrust. I have seen it, yeah. for one. Yeah, Shortcuts is good. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, here's uh, different things. I, I watched uh, Hitchcock this week. Oh, um, thank you. And you hated it, right? I did not hate it. I there was parts of it I really loved, and there was parts of it that I, I thought were stupid. I didn't really? like that he had communications with Ed Gein, like he was telling how he felt with him. Cause I, I don't know. Um, that part just seemed a little hokey. But sorry, say again. Oh, he, um, he would have therapy sessions with Ed Gein. Oh, right. Oh, that's why. I, I, yeah, right. Yeah. And I think sometimes too, Anthony Hopkins tried too hard to be like Hitchcock. Mm-hmm. Um, the part where he was introducing the movie and then the tag at the end. Oh, you didn't like that? Eh. And, but Aww. I really liked when he got the movie got going and he was on set. Yeah. And uh, Scarlett Johansson's really good in it as yeah. Janet yes. Lee. Uh, but the real star of it is Helen Mirian. Thank because you. Because there's that scene where he's accusing her of cheating on him. Mm-hmm. And she says, you know, I've been through you with you through thick and thin. I, my house is online. So don't you tell me. It was great. Um, there's parts of that movie that are fantastic. I think uh, just like the scene where she goes by the swimsuit, um, and the way that they communicate what they're what they're telling you through mm-hmm. that, uh, and she never says anything. Just the way she performs that, I think, is is amazing. Yeah, she's one a really good actress. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a good movie. Yeah, um, just not one of my favorites. Yeah, but well, you, good. Have you ever seen it? No, I haven't. No. Yeah. No. Is it the dating guru it. movie? <laughs> no. no. Well, that, that's also called Hitchcock with. Uh, it's Hitch, I think, is the one you're thinking. Oh, of. Yeah, Hitch. yeah, Sorry. that's Hitch. But uh, who's the guy? Who the guy who played Norman Bates was really good. I mean, uh, Anthony Perkins is really good. Yes. Yep. Uh, I, I, I don't remember his name. his name. And even Jessica Bill in her really limited role yeah. was cool. I, I did like. I mean, and I don't usually like her that much, but I thought she was she was fine. Yeah. So I mean, if you want to, it's it's, an, it's a pretty good picture. I mean, it's not yeah. anything. I think it's an easy. I think it's easy to recommend to people. So the Helen Mirren scene, I really liked, but I will say that my favorite scene with Anthony Hopkins is when the audience was reacting to Psycho and he was like directing him like an orchestra oh, yeah. was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, did you Did you see what I was saying about like 
and obviously I told you this beforehand, so it spoils it a little. But that that whole thing where like as the movie goes on, the the Hitchcockian intrigue works its way into the movie. Oh yeah, and yeah. And that yeah. whole thing about you know, I, I think that we've talked about it so much now that we spoiled it for anybody who hasn't seen the movie. Yeah. But but the, the, I mean, it is it's it is you know it starts off like his TV show right. where he's introducing the movie. Yeah. And then it ends with him tagging the movie with what his next project's going to be. And yeah. it's obviously the birds, if, yeah. in case you were wondering. So, yeah. I thought, right. I thought that was fun. I, yeah, it's not it's not important to the movie. I thought it was just sort of a them, you know, doing it because at some point Danny Elfman wanted to do the Hitchcock Presents music. Um, I found out Danny Elfman did this uh, the score to Back to School. I didn't oh, know really? That. Yeah. I oh, know that's Danny Elfman's score. But I do now. Yeah. Um, my next movie I saw... I'm shocked that I loved. Totally shocked that I love this oh, movie. I'm, I'm so excited. I was at Blockbuster and I picked up Hitchcock. And you know when you're at a movie place, you're always going to peruse the rest of the movies. And uh, I picked up Pitch Perfect. And <laughs> what? And I'm telling you, <laughs> you wait. wait. No, I'm, I'm, the movie that he refused, refused to go with me to see. So I still haven't seen it. What about the box changed things for you? No. You know, the box did not change things for me. I've been reading articles about it online about how great the movie is. And how much fun it is. And I went with our mantra. We go into every movie expecting it to be good. And God. people are telling me that this Damn movie it. is good. I'm going to see this movie. So I, I put it yeah, I put it in. <laughs> and I, I was watching it. <laughs> and, uh, no, and, and, and here's the thing with this movie, though. They know that it's stupid. They, okay. the, the, uh, the movie right. recognizes that the concept and the, the story behind the movie is stupid. Okay. They have... Uh, Anna Kendrick? Anna Kendrick's great in it, but Elizabeth Banks and gosh darn it, I can't remember the other guy. He's in a lot of Christopher Guest movies. Um, he's the Eugene gay Levy? guy in um, The Breakup, Jan Franson's brother. Gosh darn it, I can't remember his name, but they're commentators for these acapella uh, competitions. competitions, and he says lines like, an all-female acapella, man, that's a horrible idea, like a female doctor. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense to the movie, and the... And Anna Kendrick plays the damaged girl to such a degree that it's almost on self-parody. Oh, no. Because she has this scene where her she has to go to jail and her, her not her real boyfriend, but the guy who likes her bells her out and her he called her dad. And she says, you know, what? I can't believe you called my dad. And it's so over the top that these people are like in on the joke in the movie. It's really funny. I'm telling you, you guys. And... And I was like, and you know, you're watching like acapella, how good this be? And I'm like, oh, this music's pretty good in this movie. Oh, no. He ran out and bought the soundtrack I was going to today. Actually, I really was. <laughs> Holy but shit. the bad boys of acapella are called the Troublemakers, and the douchey <laughs> yeah, lead. Yeah, they are. It's like, here comes trouble for yeah. Andy yeah, in the office. <laughs> their douchey uh, like lead guy is really funny. He he's he leaves him halfway through the movie because he got picked to be backing vocals on John Mayer's new CD, <laughs> and as he's leaving, he says, "Oh man, should I get aviators or a cut off leather jacket?" <laughs> I mean, it just it doesn't make any sense in the movie, and it's you have to see it. It's really funny. I'm oh, telling you. I'm I, telling you. I hate you so much right now because I'm gonna go rent that movie this week or next, and mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna like it now. And yeah. I'm gonna eat so you, you much know, f-ing crow. You know why you're gonna it. like it? There's a part where Anna Kendrick, who doesn't want to be, you know. She doesn't want to be in school. She wants to go to L.A. to be a music person. But her dad, who's a professor there, says, well, if you try to be in a club and you don't like it after a year and give it a real try, then I'll pay for you to go to L.A. So her audition is she does cups 
and she comes yeah. out with a cup and starts messing around with it. It's dude, yeah. it's it's well, awesome. Anna, Anna Kendrick actually knows how to do that. Yeah, no, Anna uh, Kendrick like she, is they, amazing in that. That movie. wasn't part of. That wasn't in the script, and then I I know a lot about Pitch Perfect. And there's that there's wasn't a, in the script, and she just knows there's how a to do whole that. part about how she hates movies because they're boring. And the guy she's like and says, you know, you should really watch end of, ends of movies because that's the part that sells you on movies. It makes you happy. And I won't spoil it, but uh, it's great. It's Damn great. It. And I'm probably going to buy that movie. I'm 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 oh, dead serious, man. I'm pretty excited about that since you always I've, I like the whole summer when it came out. I was like, honey, let's go see. Pitch well, no, I I did. Like, yeah. I was like, no, yeah, he would always just sort of, no. Absolutely. No, I, I'm not yeah. going to lie. I saw the poster. I saw the previews. I'm, it looked awful. looks horrible, but yeah. they sold the movie how they had to sell it. They had, they yeah, had they to sold sell it, it They to sold it as a Glee movie. A Glee movie. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's you have to see it. They know it's stupid. The people in it know it's stupid. There's okay. a part where they have to confess stuff, and the girl, one girl start crying. She says, I have nodes, and they treat it like she has a really bad disease, and it's, it's really funny. Oh, you man. have to see it. And so I think jokes. what you're saying is a few years ago when I swore I would see every Anna Kendrick movie, I should have just stuck to my should have. Oh, shit. And Rebel Wilson's really funny in it. Man. I'm just saying. Brad, now I have to watch Pitch Perfect. <laughs> That's not just, my problem. What and just you'll get happened? Pitch slapped. Oh, you're the worst. <laughs> You're the worst. I think that's what the poster says. It is. Yeah. And it's it's used in the movie, too. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, I recommend everybody see Pitch Perfect. There's at least one more thing, right? Would it, Yeah. Would it be in my top 20 if I saw it last year? Probably. No. Yep. I'm, I'm going to hit you across the face with this mic. Um And the last thing I saw this week um, yeah. is, actually, I watched it last night, was Bates Motel, which is A&E's new prequel to Psycho. Well, it's it's inspired by. It's a prequel, pretty much. Well, well you can watch Psycho Four set, and see it, the real one, but it's set in the middle in the modern day. It is so. So it's a retelling, and I really like the show. I thought it was really well done. Um, it was shocking at points, mm-hmm. and there is a murder in the first. Yeah, episode. I'd hope so, but not by Norman Bates. Hmm. So. Stay tuned for that. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I saw it. Brad, you didn't see it, did you? No. Did anybody else watch uh, Bates Motel? It's. Yeah, I really liked it. Did you? Um, Good. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, we'll just segue into what James is watching, watching too. Yeah. Um, the. <laughs> shoot, what's his name now? Uh, Freddie Highmore, who's, who plays awesome. Norman Bates, is fantastic. I mean, he, he gets it just, you know just I, as well as the guy in Hitchcock does. Like, he just gets exactly. that character. You know what I, I will say, too, about this movie? It does a great job setting up the psychological damage mm-hmm. that Norman is dealt by his mother. Yeah. Where his mother is really overprotective. And then when his one teacher touches him, he gets all excited about, yeah. you know, contact from a woman. And it goes right into the pervertiveness and of Norman like, Bates. Because his mom's really hot. And you, you're oh, just dude. like, yeah, Vera Farmiga. I, no, okay. I see it. Like, yeah. Um. No, it's it's yeah, it's 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 really cool, and I I think uh, there are some things that threw me off about it. Things mm-hmm. where I was like, ah, you know, uh, it's a little on the nose here and there. And um, well, I mean, I it, I, st- I think it's a mistake that it's not a period piece. I yeah, think it should be. be set like in the fifties. I think that would be far more interesting. Because um, like as soon as like Norman Bates takes out a cell phone and starts texting, I'm like, what what is what what is happening? But there's a cool you know what I loved about that too though is his mother was jealous of the girls that like norman yeah and and there's there's that great scene where they're on the boat together yeah. and they're talking i mean the leads have amazing chemistry and where they, it's that gross kind of mother it's yeah yeah it's definitely but, deals but with at it. the same time like it yeah i don't know they they do a really good job of that because especially so there is a very traumatic thing that happens in the episode you mm-hmm. know what i'm talking about yeah okay 
Uh, and the the scene between the two of them right after that, and the way they talk to each other, and the way they sort of react, mm-hmm. like the way the way I mean, she very straightforward says like, "Hey, this just happened." Yeah. Um, and the way that like, he just sort of takes it in and rolls along with everything is so bizarre, and and but handled in such a way that you really feel like you are slightly disturbed by what's Yeah, I'm happening. excited to see um, the next episode because, yeah. too... And th- that, that cliffhanger at the end, I have no idea what's going oh, on. Oh, yeah, no idea. No idea what's going on. Uh, Throwing a little lost in that one. Yeah. Um, two, it's not a spoiler, the opening that their father dies at the beginning, but the yeah. way it's played... No, yeah. Is, you know, is did Norma, who's Norman's mother, yeah. kill his father? I think that's what it plays as. Right, because she's not shocked that he's dead. She only reacts to how Norman reacts to him being dead. But we could also say, like, well, maybe she just knows that Norman did it, and Norman forgot that he did it. Exactly. Like they, they really don't, you know. And that's like the opening scene of the show. Yeah. Um, yeah. They they do horror way better. Like I I liked the second season of American Horror Story, but they do horror way better and way more subtly than that show does. Well, because like, it, it relies different only versions on shock. of horror too. I yeah, mean, like this this is really them like showing you something disturbing and like and something telling that you happens this horrific to Norma story. is horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yes, and the traumatic thing that happens in this episode is when she starts like, screaming I felt for awkward. Norman. I wanted yeah. to save her. Yeah. So uh, yeah. check out Bates Motel. It's good. Yeah, man, that is a good. Um, can't wait for the show. next episode. Um, all right. So I also watched The Hobbit came out this week and picked up the Blu-ray of that. Um, because, like, I haven't heard anything about... Have you guys heard anything about there being an extended edition or a collector's edition no. or anything? Um, well, I will say right now... Uh, okay, first off, movie looks great. I'm still... I still really like it. I feel like every time I watch that movie, I like it more, and I forgive the the weird little, like, the plot things about it, and I feel like, okay, when, once we have a trilogy, it'll... I, I think some of it will just flow better. But all of that aside, um, I hope they do a... a, a uh, director's or like an extended cut or a collector's edition because this blu-ray is not very good um the all of all of the special features on this blu-ray are things i'd already seen because it's just the video blogs that they did during production they did that on king kong the original uh when they released king kong yeah. 2005 they but just put the video diaries it's on it. horrible as somebody who like like when when the lord of the rings movies came out and I would I spent a week watching all mm. of the appendices and just combing through that stuff. And it's clear from the video blogs that they are filming everything as they're as they're doing stuff. So there's content out there. And maybe maybe they're gonna do like a Matrix Revisited where they just kind of produce a different movie or like I, I don't know what. But they had better put out more stuff for this because I. I want to see the making of all this stuff. So and does that make you upset that you bought that one and you realize that you're going to have to buy another one? N- no. Because I did that with the original trilogy, too. I like mean, I, yeah. I mean, there's certain movies that I just do it for anyways, and yeah. I expect it. So I just... Yeah. I just what if they're... It's uh, more that I haven't heard anything about that, about it, and that's what pisses me off. What if extended, their idea of the extended edition oh. for The Hobbit is just taking all three Hobbit movies and selling them as one... At the end, the Hobbit. And here's the thing: I'd one six-hour movie. Yeah, like if they said, set. like, okay, we're gonna do, we're gonna do a big box set at the end that'll come with appendices. That it's just about the making of this as one movie. Um, I'd be fine with that. I just want them to say it. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, that sounds weird, but it's true. Like, I want them to say, like, hey, this is what we're thinking. Because I, I think there's it makes probably more money not- if they. String yeah, you along, they, yeah. Right, but right now I've got like this kind of like lane, like it's just the movie, which is you know good, but um, not as not as much as I would have liked because because especially those appendices are really cool and seeing like you know the really detailed stuff like the the concept art and stuff like that and the making of that that art um, is is really neat. Um, 
So yeah, it's it's a shame. Uh, anyway, it sounds like you're just a sucker. <laughs> ah, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yep. Uh, and I the bought in like four versions of Army of Darkness. You know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I sort of knew, like it was. I was taking the Blu-ray home, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm probably gonna buy this again someday." Like I didn't even think about it. Like it, I just know that's what I'm gonna do. I really um, want to watch the Dark Knight Returns, but I just know that they're gonna combine those two discs as a one set. Some <laughs> at some point, oh yeah, it's gonna happen. Well, I can just lend them to you if you want to watch them. All right, <laughs> <laughs> all literally upstairs. Problem solved. Yeah, you you've been trying to work that into the show for weeks, haven't you? Like, James, please give get, me your movies. <laughs> I gotta get James to just offer this. I yeah, can't I ask can't him. ask him. Um, and the other thing was uh, on sale this week. This is not why I I'll, I won't tell the story that way. Um, so I still have a Netflix disc service. Um, <laughs> what? Welcome to 2005, y'all. Yeah, yeah, and I've had the movies that I have. Well, I'm only paying for one at a time, but uh, a couple Christmases ago, they <laughs> they gave me a gift of like, hey, we'll send you the next movie for free. Like, And then you'll have two right now. <laughs> They're um, like, please end this so we can just drop the service entirely. Right, this one right. guy's you, keeping it open, costing your, us money. you still carry a pager and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I, so I got that free disc, and then they've sat around for a very long time. Um, and... <laughs> The the shame is like there are there are big fans that are gonna like like big movie buffs that are gonna turn the podcast off right now. One of them was Brazil, which I've never seen. Um, yeah. And so I was That's like, I, I was finally like, I'm I gotta I'm gonna check this out. And I watched Brazil, three hours long. If you don't know anything about Brazil, it is for some people it's like Terry Gilliam's magnum opus sort of. Um, and it's basically it's a it's a dystopian future um, where like. Every it's, nah, I don't want to say it's very much like Gattaca, but like where everybody is in business suits and everything is very um, uh, during nineteen eighty four. Yeah, yeah, I, yes, exactly. Um, and then like things start going re- weird and falling apart. <laughs> um, talking about the book. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so this. This was a movie that, like, sometimes... Because it's three hours long. So my opinion of it changed as the movie went along. And sometimes I was sitting there and I was like, this is dumb. And sometimes I was sitting there laughing really hard and like, this is... Now I, now I, now I get it. And then that would go away again. Um, it feels very much like a... Like if the best Monty Python sketch were slammed up against, like, a, like a mediocre David Lynch film, um, which is most of the weird David Lynch films... Uh, because there's a lot of stuff that happens that's it's weird, and you don't even know why it's weird. Uh, basically, there's this character who... Um, there's these terrorist bombings going on, as there always are in dystopian futures, and he he keeps having these dreams where like he's an angel, and he's saving people from like the samurai, and then the dream starts working its way into the real world, um, and you don't even really understand what it means. It, but at the same time, the imagery of the movie and the set de- the set design and all of that stuff... Uh, is amazing um, to to the same extent that like Twelve Monkeys is like watching the all of same the stuff. Director. Yeah, exactly. All of the stuff in the beginning of of Twelve Monkeys where they're in the future and, and how weird that future looks. That same aesthetic is in this movie and it's still really cool. But but here it's even blown to more extremes. It's it's really crazy to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so it's just it's hard when it was. O- I will say this when it was over. I did wish that I had bought that Criterion edition mm-hmm. that was on sale this week because I would like to watch it again and you know a few more times in my life. I'll trade you my uh, Brazil Criterion for your Batman Dark Knight animated. Um. Oh. Oh. Just to borrow it, not 
Yeah. Okay. No, yeah, um, you're not keeping my. I was gonna say, <laughs> like, I wish, yeah, I wish I owned it so that over the next thirty years of my life I could watch it three times, because uh, I, f- I feel like it's it's something that I'm going to uh, to appreciate more the more I watch it. I appreciate it, uh, but I I often fall asleep during that third act. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I yeah, never, yeah. The I third never, act I never really it. gets the third act really gets because he's just running for most of the time, like escaping yeah. and yeah, and he's and, no Tom Cruise running, and it starts turning into <laughs> yeah, and it starts turning into a lot of like. Like fever dream issues. It's, it's, it's he's actually not. He's not that tall. Um, Height <laughs> has nothing to do with how great of an actor you are. Yeah, it's uh, Jonathan Price, who you will better know as the villain from Tomorrow Never Dies. Um, and the movie we're seeing my, next week. One of my favorite Tomorrow Never Dies, or one of my favorite Bond villains. Um, Speaking of he, Bond villains, one was in the movie we saw. That's right. So. Um, oh, that's oh right. my god! Oh gosh! That's yeah. where I saw him. Yeah, yeah. I was like, S- I've seen that guy of before. Fast and the Furious. One was in the movie we saw. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. So I don't. I don't know. It's one of those where, like, if you were at that point where you feel like you need to educate yourself more on Terry Gilliam, yeah, you should check this movie out. But know that you're getting into something weird. The 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 desk skit, the desk thing where he shares a desk with the guy who works in the cubicle next to him, mm. and it's literally one desk, is great. Yeah. Like that whole sequence. The if you haven't seen it, I will spoil it for you here. The desk goes through the wall. So if the other guy needs a little bit more desk space, he pulls the desk through, um, and so they are they wrestle back and forth over desk space. Uh, and there's little things like that in the movie that are just brilliant. Um, the song I, in the movie is uh, the one that's like in Wally. Like Wally took cues from Brazil. Oh yeah. Um, oh wow. That little like busy working song that they yeah. have is in Wally. Oh funny. Yeah, and then there, the, yeah, there's there's a lot of funny little skits in that movie, but I feel like as a whole. It it sort of falls under the weight of its own weirdness, um, but still interesting. Definitely not my favorite Terry, Terry Gilliam movie, um, but that's that's everything I saw this week. Right on, Dan. Hi, hey, hey, Dan. I watched. What did you watch this week? Um, oh my goodness. Well, um, I watched Drive. Oh, nice. cool. And I, and I just had missed it, and I, yeah. mean, I don't know, I don't know what happened, but I just missed it, and I went into it not even really know anything, knowing anything about it, just that it's about driving. <laughs> just that it's about drive someone will the be character car goes on a drive and yeah. and it is so i feel so lucky when i'm able to go into a movie like that and then i come out of it really loving the movie because it was really really good yeah. Um, yeah and i mean i'm sure everyone had this discussion two years ago or whenever it came out but it was really really good uh i i really uh, so okay so like five seconds into the movie he's on the phone and he's saying um you know, you'll have five minutes after that. You're on your own, and blah yeah. blah blah. Mm-hmm. But then they do the whole um, getaway sequence at the at the very beginning of the movie, and for the whole thing, Ryan Gosling doesn't say a word, mm-hmm. and that uh, that tells me, like that told me a lot about that character right yeah. at the beginning. And it's not that he was calm the whole time because he was very clearly improvising and looking worried. Yeah, uh, but it was like you know he's just he's doing his thing. Yeah, um, he's been this this ain't his first rodeo. Uh, and I just thought that that was very, very smart. Uh, it's it's one of the most fascinating and mysterious characters that I think we've seen in the last few years. And and I wanted I wanted to know a lot more about that character. Yeah. But they didn't have to tell me it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like there was no point um, he's, where he's where still the, never has a name. Uh, yeah. He, they call him the driver over and over. Yeah. Or your 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 driver or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Like they didn't set it up to a point where the character was doing these really weird things or just acting weird all the time. You just picked up that he was maybe a little reserved and a little isolated, and yeah. uh, that's like I wanted to know a lot more, 
but I didn't have to for what was happening in the movie. So, right. it, so it was yeah. totally fine. Um, also, really good soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. And, and I like what I'm going to do tomorrow is go look up everything that was in it and listen to it. He's a real human being. That yeah. was the song. Yeah. Yeah, real yeah. human being was in there. Like, I, was tra- I was trying to sing it earlier and I couldn't remember. I just kept going, Hey, heroes. A real human being. I believe the artist is Glass Candy. I know he made, you know, those jackets look cool. I don't think I could pull yeah. off a, a that's white. A, that's white. a really expensive jacket. Though. Yeah, it's yeah. a big collector's item if you can. Especially get a dragon on Especially it. Especially now. Maybe I'll just get no, no, a jacket. It's a scorpion. scorpion. Oh, it is yeah. scorpion. Yeah, which was weird because at one point somebody makes a reference to a dragon or or some animal, but then that's not what he has on the jacket. Oh, um, yeah. It, it, it just remember. seemed a little weird to me. Um, also, the whole the whole chase right in the middle of the movie when they get away from the pawn shop. There's yeah. no. Um, and it's I think it's really smart when movies do this. There's no music in the background. There's no mm-hmm. yeah. it's just the sounds of the cars and the tires and the horns and everything. Yeah. And that's really great. And that is also why I love the car chase in the dark night, by the way. There's no <laughs> music and, in you there. You know what? Then you'll love the car chase in Jack Reacher. Oh, that's uh, true. Yes. Oh, the car chase in Jack Reacher is pretty good. Yeah, maybe I do need to see that. Oh, you, you should see Jack Reacher. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I just missed that one too. So Dredge which, was which I also thought of today because this t- tonight's movie was also one where things were happening and people were dying, and I was like, oh, oh man, this is this might be disturbing. Because <laughs> remember, Jack? Because yeah. I was trying to remember, like, what was that movie from last year where like we had to warn people, like, you know, because it was right after Sandy Hook had mm-hmm. happened, and we had to warn people, like, you shouldn't see this movie if you are in any way like on edge or like. You know, if you can't just go into this and try to be entertained and and remove from reality, like that that movie is, yeah, yeah. man. Um, I also I know I brought this up last, like the, when I was on the show before, but I watched uh, since then I've watched all of it, what's of it's always sunny nice. that's on Netflix, which yeah. is maybe six or seven seasons, but you know they're like twenty minutes long an episode, so oh, I yeah. can just power through that. Yeah, in like like a season a and week. They're basically. so entertaining that yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a, like yeah, like all I'm gonna say is if you haven't seen that show and you have a Netflix Netflix thing, go watch it because I was in tears many times. <laughs> it's yeah. it's fantastic. So there's so many good one liners and like moments that like yeah. days yeah. later, like oh, remember that? That was funny. Yeah, milk yeah. steak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all you had to say, milk steak. There's so many that like I try to remember, but new and greater ones overwrite those. So yeah, like, it's, yeah, because uh, yeah, yeah. you constantly rediscover them. Yeah, well, they'll, oh, yeah. they'll mention one and then they'll bring it back like three seasons later yep. once, yeah. and then yeah. two more, two seasons later, one one more time, and it's just <laughs> like yeah. like it, they don't make the joke way too many times. Um, yeah, and then I've also James and I talked about this, but I watched Battleship. And nice. I hated Battleship. <laughs> <laughs> what a piece of shit! Uh, you guys lied to him. Oh, I, uh, so no. it was literally battle shit for Nano. Yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. Was, it was. It was way too bad. No, um, tell him. Tell him, uh, Dan. Tell me who was your favorite character in Battleship? Yeah. So my favorite character in Battleship was Rihanna, and that's a sentence. That's a sentence that a human being just formed and said to you. And you're being, <laughs> you can believe it. You're or being not. serious. I'm being completely serious. Yeah. Aw, man. I hated every character but Rihanna, and I even, loved that character, and I hated every other Kitch, part of the movie. I he was really good in that. Yeah, movie. I think Taylor Kitsch is really good in that movie. I, like, you know what? When I find well, it really for good. Se- I think he is serviceable. <laughs> when I find it in a movie like that is serviceable, bucks, I'm going to get it and see if I. <laughs> If it, if it holds up, up. For it. Yeah. yeah, you get movies out of spite. Yeah, yeah. I like this movie because you suck. Like, yeah, no. I'm... I also wanted to see it. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, no. And then, um, yeah, no, it. no one. As the the fact that you rented it means that no one can blame you as and say like, well, you didn't want that movie to be good, which is always our thing. Yeah. Um. 
So, yeah, you no, gave it a shot, you, you know. And I can see and, why it's not yeah, for everybody it's, for sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, you know, it was it was surprising to us because we saw the trailers and we're like, that can't be good. <laughs> well, no, that's not true. I really, I really was excited about Battleship. Yeah, because yeah, um, you get excited for stuff. I get excited for things that aren't. No, I, so. I I get excited for things that aren't very good. Yeah. Um, but we'll get to that. Did you watch <laughs> anything else recently? Um, uh, at one point, I watched uh, Born Four. Oh yeah, which was okay, and, and but that then, movie's but not then great. like the last, but like the last, uh, the motorcycle part was really well done at, at yeah, the end. The thing that yeah. sucks is that you, you finally start get going in that movie, and then it just abruptly it ends. Just, I yeah, I, like and I like, and I really wanted a lot more Joan Allen. They had one shot of Joan <laughs> Allen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dan has a thing for Joan Allen. Yeah, that's all right. As well, he should. Yeah, uh, his box set of the Born uh, trilogy just has the Joan Allen trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> she is she is she even in the first one? I don't know. Uh, she's uh, no, one. she's in the second. Yeah, and third. Yeah, yeah, two and three. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's the box set, but there's only like two slid in <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> the first one's just broken. The two trilogy. It's a blank spot. Yeah. This movie's a betrayal <laughs> to the rest of the trilogy. Yeah, that's all I got. Cool. Those nice. films and TV shows. Very nice, Brad. I'm going to let Laura go before me, and she's going to take my mic so that, you know, she's going to be talking for a while. Did Laura actually so. watch something this week? I did watch something this week. Oh my what? Um, so I I want to be a midwife, and my friends told me that there's a BBC America show called Call the Midwife, and it is fantastic. Is it if you like really boring British dramas. Oh, it's, it's, it's so a drama. good. Oh, yeah. I, thought, I thought it was like a... Like a like a reality show. No, it's re- it's set in um, after World War Two, so it's right when modern medicine was just taking off, and right. like like it's just it's fabulous. Like you guys probably do not give two shits about it because it's about babies and vaginas and shit. But I I hate both of those things. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was pleasantly surprised that generally I don't like British dramas, and I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I cannot get enough of it. And I watched the biggest loser finale, which Twitter spoiled for me. Which so. you deleted, so I didn't get to see who won. Danny. Did she? Yeah. How oh, I, did I, she end did up she, losing? Did she used to be fat? It was like 138 pounds. Wow. I watched the biggest loser this season. Yeah, I did. Did you? Yeah, I totally did. I did and she was my fa- She was absolutely my favorite. She was, she was, she was awesome. a rock star. Yeah. Well, my favorite was Noah. Well, bingo. Bingo. Oh, yeah, bingo. He was a stud. <laughs> How do you look on the finale? How did, Good. Yeah. Good. They, had him, they had him in like this little vest with like his like skinny jeans and sneakers. It was adorable. How did they lose weight? Hydroxycut? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> No, it's a... It's, no. It's, no, James, as I push my glasses up, it's a weight loss competition. <laughs> <laughs> no, the only thing that bugged me about the biggest loser is one I didn't like the fat people crying all the time they always whatever like, you wouldn't ever <laughs> you don't Ryan, know what it's like to be fat Brian Ryan only started watching it because he was he liked fat people falling off of treadmills I know exactly and this this, this being said like the guy who like really loves it when a blind girl tries cries into her pie like <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on cries into her pie yeah that hell one blind girl honey. who made the pie she was like oh, oh, oh. oh that yeah, yeah and her it's okay uh, it's, no, not Hell's Kitchen, it's okay if people yeah. cry on television no it's no but like they, they'd always say and I I realize that I'm swimming towards the pie. <laughs> uh, Pat Oswalt. Yeah, Pat Oswalt. Um, yeah. But no, I really like this kid bingo in it because he wanted, uh, he was a heavier kid, but he wanted to lose weight so he could play baseball. And I think that's cute. And, yeah. you know, he tried really hard and he broke his foot like halfway through the season. Aww. So he was really down. But then when they did his, 
they don't weigh the kids, thank God. But yeah, yeah the, the but they fed, he, he lost a, a quarter of his. No, they, no they announced it at the end how much the kids lost. Oh, yeah. did they? Oh, did they? Mm-hmm. Did they say just as a percentage? Well, no, because they like they said like Bingo lost forty pounds, but he also grew two inches. Like oh yeah, so yeah. he was cheating the whole time. He was no, no, when, when he at the end they said he lost a quarter of his uh, yeah. body weight. Oh wow. Uh, See, they could do like BMI. Like, they yeah, they, just talk they about did their... his BMI. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. And they the, did like the presidential fitness test for the kids. They could do and, it like, like in a show their improvements. They could do it in like a kid friendly graphic where at the top it's like gross, and then at the bottom it's like healthy, and then like <laughs> it goes up and down. <laughs> and like there's there's little there's like a little face of like some animated character next to it that's like happy when you're healthy and really really looks disgusted when you're gross. It's All just green and bubbly yeah. and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never seen the show. How do they crown the biggest loser? Like, the, the, like the person who loses the biggest percentage of body weight sent from when the season started. They, they but, give them and, a and very. No, they, I mean, how they celebrate? Like, they give congratulations, them. Congratulations, you are the biggest loser. There's confetti cannons. Loser, it's and they win <laughs> the the biggest loser wins two hundred fifty thousand. And there's a home prize for the people who got sent home. Who won the home prize? And they, um, uh, Joe. No, that sh- the layer chick. What was her name? The, the lawyer, short blonde hair. Oh, I hated her. Oh my gosh, you can't stand her either. Yeah, she, she was won. Horse. So uh, they also yeah, the lawyer won the hundred hundred thousand oh, dollar prize. That's good so. for her. They yeah. also <laughs> gave him a very small belt made entirely of gold. <laughs> nice. It, like the, the thing about the biggest loser that really bugs me, but I also had I is when they like, sell Progresso soup. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I want you to come over here. Yeah, they, they always have these these breaks. It, it's only eighty five calories, they, and it just tastes yeah, so good. Exactly, yeah. Dan. We, no, also, they, they, we they, also broke up your hydroxycutin. They'll have <laughs> I don't know Dolvet, who's one of the. Uh, <laughs> One of the trainers, he says, "Hey, what are you guys uh, making for dinner? It smells really good in here." Oh, we're eating Progresso soup. It only has 110 calories per <laughs> serving. And then the camera like zooms in on the Progresso soup. It's and then they had every time. they had Jared from Subway there. He says, "Well, I didn't know Subway had all these great options for my family under six grams of fat." <laughs> yeah. oh my God. He was yes, at the you finale did, Jared. Too. Does he? Yeah. They pay you to know those things. Oh no, he wouldn't say. It. He brought them sandwiches, and oh, then they'd have. Oh, they said that. They said it. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying Jared shows up and went. I don't do my job very well. Oh, I don't know anything about Subway. <laughs> and then they had the stupid when they went home for a week. And they kept on getting sent wrong food for, and restaurants. Right. And then they had their friends saying, oh, man, I can't wait to have these burgers and wings. And then they'd show the fat people with temptation <laughs> in their eyes. And, yeah. Like, say, like their eyes. The finale would be watching them, like, wheel out a pile of cash and then another pile of cupcakes. <laughs> 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 see which one That's they true. Like, for. here's your reward. Yes. Um, we got one more challenge for you. <laughs> you can take your $100,000, which we have stacked right here. This hundred thousand tons of cut, uh, hundred thousand dollars worth of cupcakes. <laughs> so w- what I was, um, and I, I at some point in this season realized it is that like there is more to being healthy than just how little you weigh. Yeah. But um, it, like these people are going to get healthy. But then also one point, um, somebody said like this is a weight loss competition, and that's that's exactly what it is. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like it's okay that that's all they care about. Well, I that, guess because yeah. that's that's why they're giving them the money well that's also or, why or what it's based on that's also why they put you know the daily vitamins and stuff that you need in hydroxy gut exactly <laughs> yeah well, they, you know, they like, had a doctor who only who like um basically signed them off to do things and like said you are healthy you are not healthy yeah. enough to do this particular activity yeah. and actually the chick who won put on like 19 pounds of muscle yeah, yeah. she lost like wow. 138 looked, pounds and no put she on started looking pretty good she looked real good like halfway through the season yeah. Yeah. i was like damn it was an, it's insane 
like so she was always kind of i guess she always had kind of an athletic thing because she won all the competitions and yeah, shit. yeah. well and jillian my I, I love jillian michaels. well jillian michaels was in love with her oh, she went to eat her box fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, she's married jillian michaels is married oh man um <sighs> no, 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 no but jillian no, no, michaels no, no. has said she's like do you know why danny won is because she like showed up every day and like she worked hard on everyone there and that's why she looks amazing yeah uh, Bob also said something this season that I loved to death that you can apply it to really anything in life. Um, it, it was like near the beginning of the season. Is that guy was, gay? <laughs> at one point. The fact, the, <laughs> Ryan, the fact that Ryan asked that question, I knew the answer. And I've never seen the show. Um, it, like, you know, somebody's passing out because they can't work out. And Bob runs over to him and is like, all right, I want you to remember this moment right now. And remember how bad you feel. And after this whole show is over and you've lost the weight and you're healthy and you're sitting around thinking, you know what? I need to... I need to eat bad again. I need to slip into my old ways. I want you to remember this moment right here and remember how bad you feel and think F- that. Yeah. <laughs> and and I like that stuck with me because you can apply that to really anything. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. So well, I, those I people really are like really that. encouraging. I mean, yeah. Oh, it's it's it, it's really inspiring. It is. Like, yeah. I I can't do that. Especially yeah. Dolvet. I love Dolvet. Oh yeah. How much do you love him, honey? <laughs> Christ Almighty. <laughs> Everything we watch, I like to pick out like a, a handsome man and just. And just and rub Ryan him in Ryan's face, yeah. like this guy's thinner than you. Yeah, you're yeah. you're fat, and Dolvet is black and muscular. <laughs> oh. <laughs> His teeth are really, really white too. I was really impressed oh, by that. Before before we move on, though, uh, if you go to the Progressive website and put in "real nerds" uh, as <laughs> promo code. Is that all you watched, Laura? Yeah, I live under a rock. Yeah, I know. That's why I surprised you. I watched anything else. I watched. That was good though. We talked Justin about that one Timberlake was. hosted SNL this week for the third time, and it's like fifth. fifth time. Yeah, and it's like this big deal. And it is. He was fabulous, and they had like a lot of cameos from other hosts. And He's if you haven't it. seen it, look it up. It's on Hulu. It's He's really really pushing funny. pushing Steve Martin soon. He is the Billy Crystal of the Saturday Night Live. Steve the, Martin was on it. Steve Martin of uh, uh, Billy Crystal of the Oscars. Yeah, yeah, was the reference. I know. I. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. I'm completely messed up. Yeah. Cool. Hey, well, and I cool. watched some reruns of Dr. Phil and stuff, so. Oh, God. <laughs> they, why, did, why would they <laughs> rerun it? <laughs> they what play it every you? morning for like three hours on OWN. Oh, wow. Yeah. I cannot stand Dr. Phil because they take people who have actual, real, terrible, miserable problems and they sensationalize it. Yeah, but then I get to watch it while I fold laundry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, but I would rather watch like the People's Court to have that that <laughs> no. moment of my day where I think like no no oh. no, 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 no where I think like my life is so messed up and then I can turn on the TV for five minutes and go no my life's all right no forget mm-hmm. that just watch Maury just go right to the gutter like <laughs> go to my my husband comes home stinking like you know what like, <laughs> <laughs> no all it is a Maury is like is like baby <laughs> you, daddy now sorry you haven't, you haven't yeah. seen that that gif that gif yeah no I, I know what you're talking <laughs> about yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty good Brad yeah. would you watch Brad would you watch Oh, give him a mic that's not... Br- he he takes Laura's mic, switches mics with her, and then breaks it in half. <laughs> yeah. we, na- we gotta buy a new mic now. No, I, uh, let's see how it works with uh, Out the Top On. Without the Top On? Yeah, it works better. This reminds me... Everything you, works better without the Top On. Have you seen the pictures where they take like, the Furby apart? This is what this reminds me of. It's like the Furby <laughs> Wait, with like, the what? eyeballs hanging out. Oh, yeah. It's like oh, this horrible yeah, yeah. mechanical Have you seen a bear with all its hair shaved off? They <laughs> 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 used to say that Furby's like... The ones from the '90s had were so complex inside that they could like launch nuclear missiles. Oh my god! What? My my nephew no? is two or three, and he got a um, f- 
what, what's it called? He got a breakdancing Mickey Mouse that actually breakdances. Nice. It will flip over into, onto its hand, and then the weights inside will shift, and it will stand on its hand and just spin on its hand. I I shat my pants. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. Oh, I've wow. I've never seen anything quite like that. It's it time to breakdance, folks. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly is, what it was saying. This is why I if bet you, your nephew play with a box instead. No, he, he was actually terrified of it, but he really <laughs> liked to watch it. Yeah. Like, like he moved away from it. Man, wow. kids these days. I was just putting like little donuts over a little post <laughs> when I was a kid. And yeah, that is the dumbest toy. <laughs> it, reminds, it reminds me. It of taught me how to stack things. <laughs> if you watched last week's comic book men, where they're talking about like finding stickers in in cereal boxes and mm-hmm. how much fun that was when they were a kid, and like why why do kids not do that anymore? Yeah, because they have spinning. Well, Kevin Smith says because they can go on the internet and watch a dude have sex with three horses. But it's also because they have Mickey Mouse toys that can stand on one hand and f- f- flip and do toys. Kids shit. have like, iPhones and spinning Mickey Mouses. Yeah. 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 They can go on the internet <laughs> and listen to people say, Fuck you. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> anyway, Brad, what have Brad, you been watching? Watch? Oh, yeah. What did I watch? Um, so I'm in season six of Deep Space Nine. Cool. And Nerd. S- yeah, exactly. I'm a real nerd. Um ah. Hey-o. That's the show name. I, the, love, I love when they say the show name. The last half. <laughs> <laughs> Olympus has fallen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, the last half of season five where Gal Dukat takes back Deep Space Nine. Yeah. And the first part of season six is amazing. Yeah. It's a really good plot That's actually line. where I fell off. That's where you fell off? You, like, yeah, you haven't that, watched that, anything since That's where I then? am. No, no, no. I just, it's just where like I watched six seasons of, of the show in a month. And I I stopped watching for a while, but yeah, yeah, so it is. It's great. Um, so that's where I'm at with that. Yeah, that whole it's it's fantastic. So, yeah. um, it's kind of following the same path as Next Generation, where you know, first three seasons are pretty good, gets better in four, five is incredible, and uh, you know, it's also seven seasons. So I'm it, I'm end, just ends with a bang. Yeah, I'm imagining six and seven are just gonna kind of ride out to the end. Um, yeah. and then uh. A couple weeks ago, I watched The Sitter and forgot to talk about it. Oh, that's <laughs> right. I got, I got that movie because you told me you got you watched it. I'm like, eh, it's one of my dollar ones, so I picked it up. So you've been waiting to buy it, and then I said I saw it yeah, and, and was, liked was, it. And you're like, like, I'm going to finally buy it. I won't be ashamed. That was a push off the ledge I needed. Because you weren't on the episode where we were. Yeah, I missed it. that one. You guys oh, saw okay. it by yourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's The Sitter? Uh, well, it's uh, Jonah Hill. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that, yeah, adventures okay. in babysitting in the two thousands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With, with Jonah oh. Hill. With Jonah Hill. Sure. And, and crude humor and uh, not naughty language. I'm like a really. And that's my favorite part of the movie is the naughty language and yeah. the uh, <laughs> naughty language. Well, especially when little kids use it, it makes it even better. Yeah, it takes it's that contrast of real, super innocence and like really naughtiness. All at the same time. Yeah, Jonah well, Hill, Super Innocence, mixed with the kids. Yeah. With the kids who are really naughty. <laughs> it, you know, watching it again, there's parts that I forgot, you know, when the phone rings at the beginning, it says, Mom, the phone. You going to get that? And he doesn't get up to answer the phone. And when he checks out the older lady's boobs and stuff. Yeah. It's just a classic Jonah Hill's. And because it's a comedy, like, I can't, like, uh, specify specific jokes. Like, yeah. it just, it's one after another. And most of the humor comes from the kind of dialogue that he says mm-hmm, it's yeah. a lot of it might be ad-libbed so uh yeah i, I if you like crass uh, like, crude humor it's for you otherwise like the story is nothing to write home about you know well i remember that movie having a surprising amount of like heart to it like there's the little kid who it's yeah may it, or may not be gay and like that was actually an interesting like i did not see that yeah as being part of that movie and, and sam rockwell's really funny as the coke dealer yeah <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> 
which I, I had no idea. It's I always know. great to see Sam Rockwell <laughs> pop up in a movie. He the guy in the roller skates. Yeah. <laughs> he was my seventh best friend. <laughs> now imagine what I do to my eighth best friend. He's like if Michael Scott went off the edge and yeah, became a drug yeah, dealing exactly. uh, murderer. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so the story's not uh, super different from, you know, Adventures of Babysitting, but there are things like the one kid being gay, yeah. uh, dealing with that in a sentimental way, and then... Um, uh, the girl being uh, like into the glam culture is really annoying, mm-hmm. but it makes sense um, yeah, in the context of her world. Really into- um, and I love how some of this, like uh, at the end, because there's the uh, the woman he's babysitting for, his her husband is cheating on her. So he gets to turn that around on him. Yeah. It's really satisfying. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying he needs to take advice from a piece of shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching so. you. <laughs> Um, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> my beach scratcher two in your car. And that's it. That's all I got. So. Cool times. Hey, we need to pay bills. Where's more sponsors? Oh no, some scary clown squirted water all over my comics. Never fear, son. In Colorado, there is one place to go for all your comic needs: Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. Oh boy, thanks, Coins, Cards, Comics, man. Oh no, there's a lady hanging off that building. Can you save her? I can't save her, but you can also save 20% by getting a hold slot at Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. Oh no, she's falling! Did you know prices are also falling on back issues at Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics? Thanks for saving me, Coins, Cards, Comics guy. Now I can buy my son the card games he wants and the sports memorabilia my husband wants. That's correct, ma'am. Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics knocks it out of the park. So visit 6700 Wadsworth Boulevard in Arvada, Colorado. They're open Tuesday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. And tell them the real nerd sent you! For barbecue that can't be beat, try Birdman Barbecue Sauce. Available and original and spicy. These robust, full-flavor sauces have the awesome power to kick your taste buds in their face. And for that smoke and taste on everything you eat, try new Birdman Smoke and Rub. Caution! Meat left unrubbed may suffer from flavor performance anxiety. You can pick up Birdman Barbecue at local area Ace Hardware stores, Ruff's Barbecue in Golden, and the Danny Cash Hot Shop off-Broadway. You can also like us on Facebook at Birdman BBQ. Speaking of sponsors, I want to get something in before I forget about it. Uh, Tuesday is another open screen night. So, oh, <laughs> uh, so if you're a filmmaker and you want to go show your stuff on showing. a big screen at the Oriental Theater, um, you can do that on Tuesday. It's it's at 8 o'clock, but you should be there at least by 7 to start handing in something. You can just walk in with a disc and turn in, uh, and they'll probably show it. Uh, it doesn't <laughs> usually fill up. Unless it's like porn that you yeah. stole from the <laughs> internet. Like... Nope, they pretty much show anything. I mean, are you uh, you made, I am. Uh, I'm not sure yet. What probably a music video. Cool. Um, but um, what if you just bring in an episode of like Breaking Bad? What would they do? <laughs> <laughs> that, I haven't they seen this one yet, so yeah. nobody comment on it while we're watching it. Okay. They uh, this is the one where they melt a guy in acid. <laughs> they often the do one like time they do it before you get there. They usually do show like a classic movie or something while people are like getting seats and stuff so it's also five bucks don't forget i oh, almost forgot that i was totally gonna go and then oh no i'm just kidding oh you can't you spare five, five bucks for <laughs> to see some local support some local film and stuff yeah that's it, cool and the, like there's a uh, there's regulars there and they have web series stuff that uh um it's pretty funny so oh, pretty check series 
it's at least it's worth checking out. So cool. Thought I'd pimp that out. Absolutely. Huh? What can I watch next week on Blu-ray? DVD releases and Blu-rays. Oh, was that a segue? yeah? That that's oh, okay. <laughs> you know, you always know when uh, a movie is really popular with old people because it's the number a DVD is outselling a Blu-ray online. Oh, that's true. And yeah. uh, this week, Lincoln comes oh, out on DVD. And I'll Blu-ray. tell you. Wow. I'll tell you the other reason though, because um, I saw the I saw the price for the Blu-ray combo mm-hmm. on Amazon. And I was like, I just went ahead and pre-ordered it. And then I went ahead and canceled my pre-order, like, right away. Because what I realized was I was excited because I thought, oh, good. They're not going to pull the bullshit that they pulled with uh, War Horse. Like, okay. By doing there, something awesome? Yeah. There is there is this, you know, there there's a regular combo pack out there at a regular reasonable price. No, sure enough, same thing. There's a four-disc version that's $31. That is the only version that has the special feature. That's all they're doing. They're only holding back the special features disc and, and the digital or the digital copy, but nobody cares about that. Um, they're basically charging you seven dollars for the special features. Seven extra dollars for being a super Spielberg fan. Oh like, come on! They've been like, doing that for years. Like with the DVDs, like mm. there was always like you know a two disc terminal and then the four disc one with the soundtrack in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then I can choose. Then then at least I can get this or the two disc War and Worlds and. Like, huh? no, <laughs> yeah, I think I, mean, I think I, it's really shitty, and I think it's shitty that they're only doing it on Spielberg movies. Must be. The, I mean, it's the way he does it because even the terminal. I mean, they had just the movie disc and then they you had to get the special edition to get anything else yeah and then there's that extra special one mm-hmm. the fold out i mean it sucks like it sucks yeah. but, but they do that on purpose because uh people some people don't want to buy you know they don't care about special no. features or people like us care about special features right but what they're doing is they're doing it on purpose because they know they can get an extra ten dollars out of people who actually love the thing they made that's what they're doing. They, well, they're but, doing it because they know that they have a thing and they can just make lots of money on it for no. Like, but my dad, no, like, Blu-ray should not be thirty-one dollars. I know my dad might love, it, but he's not gonna. He doesn't care about special features. No, I'm right. in, I'm okay. in so the then, same way. I I have movies that like I absolutely love, and I have the shittiest copy of it because I don't care about the special. So features. then, give, I will never watch special features ever. So then, give them a copy that's like just a Blu-ray for fifteen dollars. Like what? A three D Blu-ray for you know like. A Pixar movie is like thirty-one bucks, thirty-five bucks. Yeah, and, and that's a four-disc thing, and that's dumb too. <laughs> but 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 partially why that's dumb is because then I you know they do that because in three well, months do you Disney's want, gonna put that in the vault. Like, do you want Paul Salmon not to get paid for the EPKs he shoots? Well, then don't pay for the extra money people, for the special features. Those people all get paid before that movie releases. Yeah, because you paid for the special edition one. No, because the <laughs> the EPKs were being made. Well, you paid not, for the special edition of. Warhorse, I really for- didn't. But you, if you would have got the four disc one, then you would have known that you supported his four disc Lincoln. Speaking of Spielberg, I believe anyway, Jurassic there, Park is coming out on Blu Ray this week. Yeah, again. yep. Yeah, Jurassic Park is coming out. Also, um, Parental Guidance. What do you mean again? Million dollar movie money maker for Billy Crystal. Yep. Is the Jurassic Park a different release or just a re-release of the one that was like six months ago? It's the separate ones. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's you can just buy oh, Jurassic so I could Park. just buy one and two. Yeah, ah. but you already had yeah. But, but I already watched them. Yeah, recently. once you've seen three, there you might as well just pay for it because what you I mean. What what more can it do to you? Spinosaurus no. is so much cooler than a Tyrannosaurus I'm Rex. Punch you. Said nobody. <laughs> <laughs> no, d- nice save, bro. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> so, Killing Them Softly, which is that Brad Pitt movie we we saw and reviewed, uh, comes out next week. Um, uh, like you said, Parental Guidance, uh, the second season of the Borgias. Are you still watching that? Yeah. Well, I'm really excited the Blu-ray comes out because that means that in the next month the new season will start. I'm waiting very impatiently. 
the movie The Comedy, which is that movie starring that uh, Tim I missed and, it. Yeah. Uh, well, starring Tim and Eric from Tim and Eric. That's not a comedy. It's not a comedy. <laughs> Um, that movie is out this week, uh, as well as Ses- Sex Squatch, <laughs> The Legend of Bloodstool Creek. Uh, that, that, yeah, yeah. And yeah. there's a Bigfoot smashing a used condom for yeah. the DVD. I don't know that it's used. It just is a that condom. That sounds like one that uh, we should pick up. Yeah. <laughs> well, first we're going to get oh, no. Bigfoot's Wild Weekend, and then we'll think about <laughs> Sex Squatch. Sex Squatch. Like, well, you know, I think this is going to be a whole new genre well, of like... Exactly. That's what's scary is... Bigfoot's Wild Weekend must have sold well enough where this is a subgenre where <laughs> they can make of, in, the ne- in the next in the next I two months that. we have to film another a s- Yeti sex movie. <laughs> There's a Bigfoot porn section com- like <laughs> yeah. burgeoning. Well, I don't even know that it's porn. It's well, at least Bigfoot's Wild Weekend looked like it was just you know like Bigfoot killing ladies with no tops on. Um, I don't know, but wasn't he smiling with when he was like his arms? Oh, you're right. You're right. It was actually just it was actually just the Sasquatch version of uh, Porky's. Yeah, yeah. Um, So this one, dong. Yeah, this one is really just. You know what they say about big feet, right? (laughs) Lots of hair. Well, you better be packing because that's one goofy looking. How how (laughs) weird do you feel when you're able to walk into a uh, a Best Buy or whatever, and you you go to the DVD section, and you can buy in the DVD section Lincoln and. Sex Squatch, uh, Bloodstool Creek, or whatever. <laughs> like, mm. and the legend Which one am I going to pick up? Like, like, I think about this a lot, and this this is not like immune or isolated to uh, films. Like, this happens with books and video games and this mm-hmm. all the time. But it just, like, yeah. what the f- this... like, what is happening with the with the world <laughs> that Sex Squatch, Bloodstool, Pinata Shark Three <laughs> comes out. I'd pay to see that movie. Yeah. This is a man who's not seen Father's Day is what I'm thinking right here. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm, no, Dan, do not watch Father's Day. Father's Day? No. <laughs> it's a good time. Don't say it that way. Yeah, no, I'm like, I'm like mentally saving it so I can yeah. go look it up. No, don't. Yeah. You can't find it because no one purchased it. <laughs> you can find <laughs> it. Actually, actually, you can buy it cheaper than Brad paid for it now. Um, but you shouldn't do that. No. If it's anywhere in stores, it's between B and F or B and L, <laughs> Bigfoot and Lincoln. It's Father's Day F. I messed that up. What movie did most North American people pay to see next week? We'll tell you right now. This is the box office stats. Uh, Oz, the Great and Powerful, repeated as the number one movie of the week. Uh, yeah, forty-two million. Uh, yeah, just a little under 42. Um, the movie we saw, The Incredible Wonderstone, tanked at 10.1. What yeah. the hell, America? Well, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. That movie only cost $30 million. They made 10. Uh, hopefully, word of mouth will be like, hey, this was really good, and it'll get better. Um, but, but yeah, it's not great. But Yeah, that's the problem. The problem is people went to see The Call. Okay, I want you to stick your hand out. I want to know if, see, if anybody notices you. They tell you the whole plot of the movie. If you're stuck yeah, in the I'm truck s- of, a char- of a car, that is exactly what you should do. Yes. Well, I heard that there is a apeshit crazy ending to the movie. That's why people went to go see it. Oh, uh, man. Also, kidnappers are more popular than magicians. Which is well, that's weird. true. But that's ranked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 um, it's a it's a shame, and you you should go see Burt Wonderstone and make that movie make more money. Yeah. Um, the call. You're telling me call. I have no more money. Do you the think if I also, say my favorite film of the year, they'll rebrand the marketing and put my quote on there? They should. Stuff? The call also only costs thirteen million dollars. No, I bet but it shows. 
but you need to make Ooh, the, you, seen you need it, to you make your quote you know really generic like uh, Steve Carell hasn't been this funny since The Office <laughs> <laughs> so people can have an association with what he's done before hey I've watched The Office <laughs> <laughs> speaking of bad quotes uh, did you see the SimCity box quote that was up at the top it said explore a world of endless possibilities and then underneath it was a quote the possibilities are endless <laughs> <laughs> that's on the SimCity box <laughs> oh man Ouch, unfortunately the possibilities end as soon as you try to log into a server oh Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. shots fired. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Unspool the real news. It's real news. All right, well, the most important thing this week. Very important. Uh, is that Paramount is working on Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters 2, which is, is <laughs> really great. the most important yeah. Are you kidding me? Yes. This is the best news I've heard I want to see a Victorian Gatling gun blow away a witch again. I mean, that's all I care about yeah. in life, really. Uh, yeah. And a blood moon. I, I, want, I want more of that movie. Uh, that's I really so do. badass. Um, probably actually the most interesting thing this week. The thing that, like, I read it and I was like, oh, shit. Uh, Robert Redford is going to be in the next Captain America movie. Is he? Or is that just a maybe? It's a maybe. All right. What if? Fine. What if he? Okay, but, this is my my theory. But I think it this? should happen. What? He's the original Nick Fury, and Samuel Jackson took over. Oh, and dude. Nick Fury is just the name of the leader of Shield. Oh, oh dude, that that oh That'd man, be cool. That's it's like GI Joe. Dude, I should be part of Marvel Entertainment. Come on, Marvel, call me. But wait, wait seriously, as part of that job, do they have to gouge one of your eyes out? No, it's like not is necessary. that? It's like the hand of Vishnu. No, like but, you have but, to wait. What if it's they're not missing an Vecna. eye, but the eye patch has you know. A computer built into it where he can oh, use to pick like out the, targets and stuff. So he's and, like the Borg. Yeah, uh, sure, whatever. Sure, I don't watch right, Star Trek. Uh, sure, okay. I could, yeah. Whatever you say, sir. Um, I just think it's cool because in my mind, like young Robert Redford is um, classy. Well, no, but like he <laughs> is Captain America. Like, yeah. it. It's one of those where I, yeah, I would like to see that. Um, also, anytime Robert Redford's going to be in a movie, I will be excited. Um, yeah, there's not a lot of other stuff. Do you guys have anything before we? I, I got mm-hmm. a couple more things, but because uh, I don't remember if there's anything really big, but uh, nope. there is this whole thing. So there's this movie called Jane Got a Gun. Um, don't know why it's not Janie Got a Gun. Maybe I don't know. Aerosmith. They don't want to pay you know, money to Aerosmith. Maybe? Yeah, <laughs> but why not just fork over the cash and like have a, anyway? Uh, because otherwise the title just seems weird. Um, but it, it's this little sort of indie movie. Um, that's funded by some rich guy, and Lynn Ramsey just sort of on the first day she was set to direct. Uh, on the first day of the shoot, uh, she just didn't show up, and that movie is like falling apart in front of our eyes, and it's really weird because like um, actors are just leaving and deciding not to be in the movie, and money is getting sunk. And was there no nanny there for Jude Law? Um, bah. Never only slept with a nanny like ten years ago. Yeah. Um, the the shame of it is, and 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 it's true. Like there are hundreds of people who work on that set, and whose whose job it is to to make that movie, and they are now just sort of in Weird. the wind. Um, yeah, and so far we we know nothing about it, so we can't say like you know maybe Lynn Ramsey died. I don't know. Maybe she has a good reason, but uh, it just seems true. <laughs> it's just it just seems that's really... horrible than her leaving the movie, James. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not good enough. Yeah. Oh, you're dead. Forgiven. Um, it's it's a movie that like there's been a lot of news over the last six I'm months. Sure that's comforting to her. 
And I yeah. even know what the movie's about. Yeah. Um, I guess a girl gets a gun. <laughs> Credits. Or a dude named Jane. And mm. it's the last time her dad's going to touch her. Yeah. Because <laughs> she will shoot him and dump his body by a train track. I also want to bring this up just because I want to ask you a, a follow-up question. Uh, so David, Words by Steven Tyler. <laughs> Music by Steven Tyler. That's Perry. right. You did You did quote lines from that song. We could get... Yeah. We could owe them. You didn't catch that before? I'll just cut it out. <laughs> no, I gave credit. And yeah, I did. Just because you gave credit doesn't mean you're <laughs> off the hook for paying them. And it was because I didn't say it verbatim. Yeah. <laughs> I photo. I photo. I didn't say what did her daddy uh, do? No, no. I'm shutting this down. <laughs> shutting it down. You get thirty no, seconds. No, all, all you have to do I is know. what like what the, like, the adult films do, where you sing it, and then you you go, "This is James Got a Gun." Parody. All right. Pow. Earlier, earlier, you said you wanted to be the new Vanilla Ice. All you got to yeah. do is make it. It just changes. So it's like da 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 da. But your version is like da 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 da. It's that itty bitty change. It's that itty bitty change. That's what he always said. It was the itty bitty change. Under stressful. <laughs> oh man fuck you David Bowie uh, David Escobar is going to make a, a Dark Knight-esque and version your son Duncan Jones of, of kind of my you, Moon's awesome <laughs> um, I bring this up because have you, have you guys seen the Jim Caviezel uh, Count yeah. of Monte Cristo yeah. I have, do you yeah. like that movie that's a good yeah. movie I really like that movie although yeah and like the changes that they make to the story I think are really good I just remember um, I liked the, I like the, the choreography the, the of the actual book too. The sword fights or whatever. Was oh going yeah, on. yeah, yeah. The sword fights are really Is good. Is the book? <laughs> oh, you, <laughs> you, you, dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> we just did the same uh, joke. <laughs> we did. That was pathetic. Yeah. You guys want to hold hands and I mean, you two are, we already are assholes. holding hands. Come on. Yeah. You can't see we can't it, but we're doing it. We can't hold hands more than we already are. Anyway, that's all the news. <laughs> Awesome. Really? They didn't pick out a Ninja Turtle this week? All right, fine. Uh, yeah, they did pick a Ninja Turtle, but you keep telling me that movie's not going to happen, so I just figured we'll it's We'll see. Yeah. yeah. They're getting closer. It's my turn. Like I said, we don't talk a lot about casting news because it changes so much. Like, and he's some guy I've never really heard of, so yeah. it, you know. I don't like them, the idea of them all being CGI mocap, so. Oh, get used to it. Yeah. It's, it's going to happen. Well, you know, that's why, that's where the wild things are. People wearing costumes, animated face makes more sense to me. Yeah, if it were Spike Jones's version of <laughs> the turtles are all really <laughs> depressed, which would be great. Like, yeah, there's a whole sequence that's other. just about like how you know, Raphael's sad because his parents got divorced. Like, oh man, I would watch that movie. That's a movie I always want to see again because the Blu-ray is like six bucks. Yeah, for where the wild things are, but I never can do it. That movie gets no. Raphael's like, like my parents separate were separated. Like, yeah, they took them out of the container, put them in two different terrariums. <laughs> <laughs> not, re- not really a divorce. Yeah, it's my turn to pick the comic, guys. Yeah, it is. What's up, nerds? It's the comics corner. What? 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 You're po- is there a ghost? <laughs> what were you pointing at? It's well, a ghost. I was <laughs> <laughs> no, I was pointing because I was like, wait, isn't Brad supposed to read the boys at some point? Yeah, take I don't have it, so I don't oh, know. Oh, okay. Do- he left it there. Oh, okay. You guys all just like looks around the room like my dogs do when you shake a bag of treats. Like, what? <laughs> what? What's going on? So yeah. I have a comic, and um, I, cool. I usually don't do these comics, but oh, I highly, highly, books? I highly, highly recommend Batman Death of the Family because oh. it was fantastic. A lot of people had uh, took issue with the last couple issues, but I actually thought it was pretty brilliant. So what? Um, what? When is when is this from? Did this just happen? Yeah, just recently. I think the new. It's it, it's been like the last six months of yeah. Batman's run. It was it was five parts, 
And the the whole story is the Joker returns. I didn't. Uh, I read a new Batman story like once every five years, and I know that at the beginning of the new Fifty Two, the Joker got his face cut off. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't the new Fifty Two. It was back before the new Fifty Two. I think when Batman and Robin started because. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what's a, the point of relaunching if it's like continuity from the previous? Well, Batman was they doing had, really good, so they didn't mess with Batman mm-hmm. that much. But the books that weren't doing well, they like Power they Girl, just renumbered. They, they just killed. But, yeah, yeah, Batman's basically renumbered. They are changing a few things, but um. Well, yeah, Barbara can. Is the people writing on it were like, "Well, we like the story as it is, so we're not going to change anything." But yeah. there's a character called Professor Pig, and I think one of the early Batman and Robins mm-hmm. before the New Fifty Two. Where they captured the Joker and he cut his face off, and then he just disappeared for like two years. Yeah, and he uh, he just reappears at the f- in the first part in the first couple pages, and he's looking for his face that Gotham Police Department has, and he starts oh, killing dude. all the cops there, breaking did, their necks. Did they in the keep dark. it on ice or something? Like why? Yeah, that's a little weird. Like yeah. you think it would just decay or just like they they they're spending all this money to like mist it and well, like keep it's it in a Ziploc bag, so I no, guess I, it's I think really they're, fresh. No, they're keeping it for evidence. Send me money Ziploc. Trying to figure out who he was. Is it a freezer bag or a storage bag? <laughs> it's a comic book, James. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> um, come on! I'm trying to do a Ziploc commercial. Shut up! But <laughs> yeah, but the great thing about it is, <laughs> it, it, Jesus f- Christ, James. <laughs> <laughs> um, the great thing about it is it deals with his psychology towards Batman. It's not really. I, there's not very many bombshells in it, but the banter between Batman and Joker is really good. You know, there's a whole there's a whole comic book where they're on a dam where their first encounter happened, and it's just them talking back and forth, and it's brilliant. I like Snyder's take on like delving into the relationship where the Joker needs the Batman mm-hmm. to like uh, be like help his exactly. I- identity, like validate his identity. And, and, that, and uh, in this uh, saga, it's the Joker thinks that Batman's like the king of Gotham, mm-hmm. and he's his jester. And uh, yeah, and it, it's really because the, the what makes the books good too is they have the twenty-two page standard story. Then each book has a backup story where the Joker's recruiting different villains to help him. And the Harley Quinn one broke my heart because mm. he he tricks Batman. Harley Quinn dresses up as the Red Hood, which was the Joker before he was the Joker. And at the end, she's crying because, you know, the Joker's so mean to her. And then the backup story was the Joker wanted her to cut off her face, too. And she was going to do it. And then he was just teasing her because he's playing a joke on her. But the psychological damage it did to her was awesome. And but what's cool, too, is the arc is so good in it. And as the the books progress, the Joker's face actually did start decaying and he'd have to have more hooks to keep the smile going. And, and there's always like flies buzzing around him. Yeah, and it got brown. and it's, Oh, that's messed up. And my favorite part, I'm going to spoil the end of the book, it's been out for three months, is... Three weeks. Three weeks? No, because they just released the other one. The last one? Yeah. That's been three months. Well, whatever. <laughs> um, so, okay, a month. Time has passed. Time has passed. So there's a whole subplot where Batman finds the joker's card in the bat cave after the first encounter Mm -hmm. meaning the joker was inside the bat cave and left it there but bruce is convinced that it's just a trick that the joker's playing and then he tells at the end of the story after uh, alfred comes back he says i know he this is why i know he was never in there because he went to arkham asylum as bruce wayne and he went to the joker's cell and he put up the card and he says i think this belongs to you and then Batman's monologue, he says, and he looked right through me and didn't give a shit of who I was. He only cares that I'm Batman. 
he doesn't see Bruce Wayne. He only sees uh, Batman. And it's and the art is cool. so good, and he's so the Joker's so terrifying at that part where it doesn't matter who cares who Bruce Wayne is. And he he played this huge psychological game where he's attacking each member of the Bat family, and he didn't care. And That's, he was it's really good. And what that destroys the really family awesome. is the other like Robin, Nightwing. Mm-hmm. They all start to distrust. Batman because they didn't tell he didn't tell yeah. them about the Joker being in the cave. So it's a metaphor. The death of the family isn't because what the Joker did; it's what Bruce did yeah. by lying to him. So you should pick it up. It's yeah. really good. I was gonna wait for the trade. What did the I forget what the Riddler? Uh, what did he end up doing? Because he has that uh, supplemental. Oh, he story, but then he didn't want to get out because. Oh man, why didn't? But he the Joker get wanted him to do something. I forget what it is. Oh yeah, I can't remember. It was really good, though. Damn. But his was really good because the Joker was telling him, he says, dude, you can get out. I know you can. And so he's going to poison him, and so he had to get out of his cell. And Batman also fought Clayface, and mm. it was really good. Yeah, Mr. Freeze. And Mr. Freeze. So you should definitely check it out. If you can still find the issues, I was lucky at Colorado Points of Cards and Comics, and Andrew was able to scare up all five of them for me. He's pretty good at that. And, yeah. And the art in it's man, I love the art. The The final cover for the final part is hauntingly beautiful when the trade comes out mm-hmm. can i get it cheap somewhere absolutely you can probably get 20% off at colorado coins cards and comics oh that's cool awesome so this week we saw olympus has fallen Lori, should people go see olympus has fallen eh. <laughs> <laughs> dan oh. should people go see olympus has fallen yes brad interesting um I, I don't know. It's it's hit, it's hit and miss for me. It's fascinating. James, should people go see Olympus Has Fallen? Uh, definitely, if you're one of the people who went and saw Die Hard and was like, yeah, this is shit, yes, <laughs> absolutely you should. Um, if you're somebody who wants a new Die Hard movie, then yes, absolutely you should. Um, it, it's, pre- it's pretty good. I, I, I really had fun with it. Yeah, yeah I, had, I had fun with the movie, too. Here's the trailer. Good evening, Mr. President. Five minutes, sir. Evening, ma'am. Merry Christmas, Mike. Mustang, this is Big Top. Bring it out to full package. Where'd that come from? Everybody knows you did the right thing on that bridge. Even the president knows. You gotta learn how to get back into the real world. Mr. President, we're ready for you. Our guests have arrived. I'd like to welcome you to the White House, sir. Sir, there's been an incursion. Let's go, move. Give me the Pentagon on the line now. Olympus is falling. Olympus is falling. Mr. Speaker, you are the acting president. I want to speak for the Russians, the Chinese, the British, and the French. In that order. If you attempt to retake this building, I will execute your commander-in-chief. Oh, my God. We have contact from inside the White House. Identify yourself. 309. Jesus, Banning? The same guy that was removed from the president's detail? He is ex-special forces. Forty commandos breached the gate, 28 are left. 
can we trust him? With all due respect, I'm the best hope you've got. Abort! Abort! We're talking about the safety of the President of the United States. We're talking about a hell of a lot more than that, sir. Just open the gates of hell. The United States of America doesn't negotiate with terrorists. Who said anything about negotiating? It was cool. I mean, it's... Yeah, it has some cheesy action parts. Oh, the, yeah. I think the biggest draw for me was the special effects weren't very good in it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of painted on it looked stuff. looked a little rough. When yeah. I, I was telling Dan after the movie, like, I... my The thing that was most distracting to me is that a lot of it is shot in the... Like, everything is very dark. Um, for the bulk of the movie, like, when they're inside, the lights are always off. When they're outside, it's nighttime. And my my, my wonder is that maybe they looked at the, the effects budget they had, and they were like, okay, this is going to look like shit. Let's just always have it be dark. Um, that's the only reason because I for yeah. me it was all it was like distracting that like I couldn't always see things very well, um, and the and yeah the CG yeah is, is and, not I mean it's great. no surprise I mean it starts off where you know they're Gerard Butler plays you know he's a presidential Secret Service guy and his his job is protecting the president and on their way there's an accident leaving Camp David during the snow and his wife dies and it's I realized watching the movie how horrible it is that that's in the trailer. Yeah. Because it really ruined that whole sequence. It's it's like with Despicable Me, where the whole the the trailer is the first five minutes. Like that whole first sequence, I was just like, I know what's going to happen. There's no tension here. I know why it's going to happen and where this is going to go. It was just wasting my time. See, I kept also, hoping it was going to be a John Woo movie and his wife would be behind the whole plot. She oh. she <laughs> turn up and. They said, well, how'd you... Well, they never found a body. And it's a revenge thing. And yeah. she, she rips off her mask and, like, yeah. she's actually Red Skull. Uh, <laughs> since we're in that scene, like, first of all, why are they driving as fast as they are in the snow? Yeah, oh, yeah. This whole accident fast. could have been avoided. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then, like, they slip on the bridge, but the three uh, SUVs behind them stop. in that overhead shot just stop. Uh, like, yeah, some terrible animation. They just are able to just stop on a dime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's Yeah, that wreck stupid. is not very well choreographed. Like yeah. they could have figured out a way to make that make more sense. Um, cuz I also don't entirely believe that three guys couldn't hold a limousine down. <laughs> um, yeah. But And they have that helicopter. So why does the helicopter just fly in and then sit on the trunk and keep the oh, limousine from falling right. in the water? Well, the helicopter shows up late. They didn't have time. They didn't have time. The helicopter came way yeah. later. Yeah, the helicopter They later. called the helicopter after. Did they had time yeah. to like hang out in the truck and like struggle. And remember that one of them has a knife, so they could have actually started cutting the seatbelt a lot sooner. But, yeah. I mean, you're yeah. looking for things. I mean, here's, here's <laughs> like I said, that is a, it's a poorly choreographed scene. Um you know, we could have just started the movie with uh, here's a president who doesn't have a wife because you know she's died of <laughs> yeah, cancer yeah, they, or something. They could have not shown us that, yeah. part, you know. And part but of you, it is no, like, they had to because they not had to write Ashley dead out of a movie. The but the relationship between Gerard yeah. Butler and no. the kid. Yeah, no, and I, I yeah, that 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 is true because they do a good job of that. But I, uh, I think that they. They clearly cast Ash- Ashley Judd so that they could shock us when she dies five minutes in. But then, if you show us in the trailer, like it's 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 pointless, you know. Yeah. Um, Why wait till half the movie's over? Why don't you kill the leading lady thirty minutes in? Right, that's genius, you know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, they did it in Psycho. 
They did. I was quoting Hitchcock. Uh, they, uh, Scream. Scream does it. They do. Oh, yeah. Oh, Scream's. Yeah. That's one of the greatest openings ever. But anyways, back to the movie we saw. But the action was badass. Yeah. And it's cool seeing Gerard Butler do movies like this again because he always did those stupid you bounty like, hunter. And, you know, like Jerry Butler? Well, Jerry, good old Jerry Butler. You yeah. Know. And all of his rom-com movies. Yeah. Yeah. And when he hey, sometimes he goes surfing. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, I he, sometimes he chases Mavericks. Mavericks. <laughs> oh um, no! But yeah, I mean, it was He's cool to see keeps, him do dude. that again. And uh, th- I mean, the part where the plane is flying through DC is kind of shocking. Where they're yeah. just mowing oh, down. That's what I was talking about earlier. Civilians. Like that whole that whole sequence where like he, they're just killing people is kind of messed up indiscriminately. And the, and the violence yeah. is pretty in your face about things. Like pe- when people get shot. You or you kind of feel like you just watched somebody get shot. Um, yeah. you know, but with the, the uh, yeah, like it's not in the not in the way that like a, a regular Die Hard movie or like a Rambo movie is, where like people are just getting mowed down. Like it. One of my favorite scenes is from uh, Rambo when he jumps up on the back of the jeep and just yeah. annihilates that and dude there's, with. <laughs> there's a hill that's constantly spawning Cambodians on the other side, <laughs> and the, and he is just like there's just hordes of Cambodians and he's just mowing them down with a gun that never needs to be reloaded. It's fantastic. I own it. Well, I think one thing I appreciate about this movie is usually with movies like this, like I get bored because you all know how it's going to end. Like yeah. all these movies end exactly the same. But because the action was so intense and it was so, the violence was so crazy, I, I was entertained. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think, um, you know, I, I jokingly have said for months now, like, oh yeah, it's going to be the best I heard movie of 2013. And that's very true. I know, you could totally see John McClane yeah. being that guy. As, yeah. as soon as, like, he is alone inside the White House, and especially when the, he has that conversation and they're like, okay, now we are getting into spoilers here. When he has that conversation and they're like, okay, we need you to find the kid. And so he has a mission. He is alone. No one can help him. And he's, like, scavenged together some guns. Like, I was like, this is a diehard film. Like, the, this is all of the elements. Like, he even has, just like, a sort of talking to Hans Gruber through the walkie-talkie type yes, thing. Yes, yeah, I thought of that too like yeah oh yeah this is the point where you give him a chance to talk to you and and mock the bad guy you know but they Um, also have you know some shocking moments where he captures those two guys and he says uh you know i'm they teach me to get information out of guys like you and then he just stabs that dude in the jaw and yes i'm not very good at it yeah i mean there's some really cool parts in it yeah he has some really great one-liners like way better than probably the past two diehard movies like he there are some really great lines in there it's just fun to see. I, I mean, it's co- I miss action movies like that where they have the kind of the 1980s aesthetic to them where it's just one guy against a bunch of people. Lots and his of American flags. Yeah, it was very patriotic. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. oh the very melodramatic shot flag <laughs> slowly floating to the ground. That was obnoxious. You, you were laughing. I was. Yeah. I was. Because I was like, this is the really? dumbest shot. Really? I thought the, the most obnoxious one was when they're dragging the secretary out and she was doing the Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, is that what she was? I couldn't oh, yeah. understand what she was Ooh, saying. Yeah. Oh, man. That's, oh, well, because man. Because they beat her halfway to hell first. And then yeah. They, yeah. Uh, so I couldn't, I thought she was just like ranting she, she like a mad like woman. She was drunk half the time in that scene because yeah. yeah. she was almost dead. But yeah. You know, yeah, if you have two, a problem with violence against women, you should oh, probably yeah, skip that scene. I mention that because <laughs> they don't hold back. That lady gets oh, yeah. the shit kicked out of her. Yeah. And it is shocking well, but when they just randomly just shoot people in the head. Yeah. So I really liked the movie. Yeah, and it was especially right. everything after, like one, like especially once the the attack starts, it just kind of mm-hmm. goes. Yeah, like, yeah, it just like starts. Like we're in it. Yes. Yeah. And that CG is pretty rough, and I feel like an idiot saying something like that because I can't do any better. Well, yeah, right. but 
But, but, but it, when they're professionals, but, you expect them. Well, and it, but, and but if it takes you out of the movie, it, it breaks it breaks the illusion. The and thing that's that the destroyed the illusion for me was when they're showing the the scene of the Washington Monument, and then the plane crashed over here, and it's just and like a big panoramic view of everything. But yeah. then all the cars on the roads are still just driving. Oh, like, what the hell? Like, yeah. What the hell's going on? Because like, <laughs> it's it's just a, no, it's just stock footage yeah, that they put nope. some CG into. Nobody yeah. would be driving. Yeah, everybody would be stopped shitting their pants. Yeah. yeah. I think that's when my that's my biggest problem with action movies is like maybe because I'm, I'm like a medicine person they always try to take that shit farther than they should like there was like there was a guy in the uh, there was a guy in the hospital that had like his arm cut off but it was like. Like a healed stump. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I noticed. I noticed that. Blood on. They yeah, I know. Really <laughs> yeah. that, that is not how that works. Yeah, they just got a guy who only had one arm, and were like, "Pretend like you only have one arm. Go." And he's like, "What?" When even like some of the, shit the blood that on it and go. were saying to each other, I was like, "You just wanted the. You just wanted these people to talk to each other because that is not what you would say in that situation." Yeah. I love. I love when she gets the call from her husband, and then like it's an emergency, and she runs out of the room, and she's like, "Make sure that guy gets some morphine." <laughs> And I was like, <laughs> "How much? Like an amount? It just, yeah. just throw, throw give him all the morphine, morphine that guy." <laughs> she, she recaps the needle. I know you guys don't understand that, but she recaps the fucking needle. You do not recap a needle, and don't, no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's right. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, and like, yeah. Guys, let me pick on my wife. I noticed. Okay? I noticed all show. the other things. <laughs> I noticed all the other things about the one-armed guy and the morphine. Yeah, stuff like that in these movies, I don't give a shit about. My my whole goal in these movies is to see one dude mow down a bunch of Koreans and <laughs> be really happy about it. Oh, like, two yeah, other things, though. I mean, North Koreans. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, yeah. So do you? I have to say, that, do you ever feel in movies like this, like you, like it, it goes slightly racist because every bad, every guy who's like brown or yellow or whatever the different colors like that's a bad guy oh you mean like you are just racist like brown or yellow no i mean i don't i don't see colors laura i see good and evil you're so full of shit ryan (laughs) yeah she's right though when the north koreans start taking over inside the bunker like it's all of a sudden like they take off their glasses like oh he's more asian (laughs) (laughs) so that is true that is there was a really dramatic like glasses reveal yeah the music like he's clark kent or something yeah now he's all i forgot how cheesy that was all the the asian yeah attendants like that's just seemed like and uh, even though there's like one mole like american guy yeah like there can't like as all the others are Asians, and they're the, all the bad guys. And, and like, they, they never made Dylan McDermott's. I'm like that dude's the bad guy. But, but they <laughs> never made excuses was. for it because it was clearly there to be like, well, we can't have all the bad guys be Asian. Well, oh no, yeah. some of the Asians did get wasted too. Yeah, yeah. One of them was the the South Korean guy. Or oh yeah, the yeah, yeah. Hamster, yeah they just true. killed. Yeah. Indiscriminately. I just, it's what's funny with like all all the movies like that, like you. Anytime yeah. it's like a specific race or a specific group, like the entire movie, like oh bad guy. That's that's <laughs> not near as racist as the fact that like when they remade. Um, uh, what's the movie with the Wolverines? Um, Red Dawn. Red Dawn. They remade Red Dawn, and originally when they shot it, they were all supposed to be the Chinese, and then they were like, "Well, no, they should be Korean." So they just went in and CG'd over all the Chinese symbols and made them Korean. So the actors are all still Chinese. Um, that's way more racist. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The the bigger problem here is that the guy who plays the bad guy is really bad. Every every line of dialogue he has yeah. is pretty like, bad. I've seen yeah. him in other stuff. He's a great action star, but like he, no. like, I don't even. He was trying to do an Asian accent. Like he's an a, clearly an Asian American whose parents did not speak yeah. whatever language they like. Korean. He spoke exactly the same. I don't, I don't think he was because he had like a Japanese. Accent. I think he's, he's yeah. I think he's Japanese in um, in uh, Fast and Furious. 
who was he in that? In the first Fast and Furious movie, he's like the leader of the Asian gang that steals DVD okay. players. You're right. Yeah. Ooh, but yeah. but he's also the the villain in Die Another Day. The yeah, the guy that has the ice in his face. The diamonds, diamonds. diamonds. I know, but but he speaks exactly the same. Like that's just that guy is not a very good actor. No, he's not. I no. think, especially if he doesn't have ice in his face. Aaron Eckert's badass in this movie. Yeah, he, he is. is. Yeah, but uh, that that's one of the things that uh, that little nitpicks that I have, which is that. You know, so they're they're trying to get these codes out of his uh, his people, um, and he's basically telling them like, "Look, s- stop letting them try to kill you. Like, just tell them your codes. Eventually, they'll get to me, and I they'll want my code, and I just won't give it to them, and it'll be fine. So you guys don't get beat up. I'll take the beating." And I was like, "Cool, this is a cool like heroic thing he's doing." Yeah. Um, and then we never get the payoff for that. Well, yeah, because like, they outsmarted. First him. of all. No, but they first of all they they didn't like this whole like oh suddenly we can we can hack it. Well, they were yeah, showing um, that the whole time though because when they had the first code, yeah. if you paid attention, the bottom code was always being hacked. Yeah, yeah. It was being, like, yeah. Trying, I, yeah, I yeah, it just it just felt clunky, and I but it's more that I I wanted to see that scene where like he he got to be the hero and refuse to give them the answer. Although, um, but we get robbed of that. What they could do is they could start to threaten him. He's not giving them the code. Then they just go right back to the woman and say, "Give us the code, or we'll beat By her that more." Time she was gone, oh, like, you're like, right. They could, even though that didn't happen, they could do that. Also, oh, you're right. His plan's horrible. Yeah, it, yeah, it's it, the it, worst it's actually, plan. Yeah, like, like I didn't want to say uh, James, but um, <laughs> the, other, <laughs> the other thing about the whole codes that I'm, and again, I know they had to make a movie, but they get down to the bunker. The bad guys know why they're there. And they don't immediately start trying to get these codes out of these people. Yeah, like, it takes them eight like, hours to get three. Well, codes. yeah, it's like we're going to get the first code, and then f- two hours later, yeah, we're well, going to get the second. Code. They need to see if Morgan Freeman was serious. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it, yeah, he's pretty good. I like I like <laughs> so all the shots, especially as things get worse, and he's sitting in a chair, and he's clearly like stressed, and he's he's sitting there, and he's like he's like leaning back, and his head's at an angle, and he's just like this sh- this is shitty. He's tired. He never got his coffee. Oh my god, he never got his call. Yeah. I never noticed that. You're right. He Man. didn't. Man. So how important is the president like really when the very, stakes yeah. that they were are we really just not yeah. going to bomb the White House and take everyone out? We're going to actually oh, gonna yeah. give like try to rescue the president? They made a lot of it artificial because here's the other thing is like they they also pretend like the the bunker is so special that like um like things can only be done from that bunker, which is also not true. Um, yeah. I mean, there that's, there are there you are, have to know that no there are multiple would have an override. Yeah, like <laughs> there 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 are multiple versions of that bunker around the world, around the nation. So clearly, if you know, because the the thing at the end is like, well, he sets off this thing, and then they just bring out those codes and break that code and give you know uh, John McClane the code to, to fix it. Um, so clearly, it, the thing that's important is actually the computer, and that computer is the only one that can do it. Well, in the real world, they would have just you know cut the hard line and not let them have access to the computer and then i was like, hoping that was going to be a solution like i, I, don't, I don't know what the, we can't get the code in time and then he just goes and unplugs the machine <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, that would have been good yeah yeah i was like no we just how about we just don't let it talk to the nukes which also okay all right when you abort a nuke you don't blow it up in the atmosphere they 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 simply turn off the the launch mechanism so the the, the nuke just lands like it doesn't it doesn't. That's not the me. way we. De- that's not the way that we. That's we abort nukes. Work, yeah. yeah. 
um, like like long range nukes like that. We don't we don't well, you we know don't what, want we don't launch them at Russia. Take all your ideas and write a f***ing movie script for them and see if it gets made. <laughs> yeah, it'd be yeah. the most boring movie though because realistic like, action movie. Yeah, like, like by James fish, Hart. Like twenty five guys attack the White House, and they all get killed very quickly. Yeah, and, and what kind of training do they have? Like they're firing at us. Let's run out through the one corridor, yeah. upright. Like they oh, never the got had any training to learn how to hide behind stuff yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well but 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 they they overcame their lack of tactics with just sheer numbers yeah. <laughs> yes. throw more was, people at them which was kind of disturbing because like that scene when they're running out of, running out of that white house and those guys have like the the 50 cals set up in the garbage trucks and like you're just watching nsa guys getting mowed down as they run <laughs> yeah. and i was like oh man this sucks uh, I mean, it, it, it's there for a reason because otherwise, it's not Die Hard if there's more than one person in the building. Um, Am I a coward if I like see a fifty caliber like mowing down my friends? They're just like, holy shit! <laughs> oh, <laughs> fall here. back, fall back, <laughs> regroup. <laughs> I'm yeah. going out the south lawn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I will fight this later, but we need a new plan. Yeah. <laughs> Let's wait till the jets show up. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and yeah. the military, I guess, takes them 15, takes 15 minutes, minutes to show up, and they uh, did True. Also, Gerard Butler is sitting in his office really near where all the action is happening, but he only notices it when the guns in the big plane start firing. But, like, a little bit before that, the two fighter jets are trying to escort the plane out yeah. of restricted airspace, and the plane shoots them down, and they crash just in neighborhoods. Yeah. <laughs> and he didn't yeah. notice that. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't end well, up on the news right away. He's yeah. busy yeah. doing treasury security job it doesn't it, like stress it ball. doesn't matter did you see him knife that guy because it was really cool anytime he knifed a guy it was pretty good yeah i want i want video games from here on out to always let me knife guys that way like like not this silly slashing motion but like a a quick like bam like i just just a just a yeah that was almost my favorite straightforward like bam right in the chest like oh you're dead now that's oh. that, that's how backstabs work in team fortress 2 if you play the spy Oh, if yo, you, you're if right. You, yeah, if yeah. you are behind a player, like he's holding the knife like this, and then he'll he'll actually like hold it like this when you get behind somebody. It's really yeah. really neat, actually. So yeah, you know, if that's you play what I Resident Evil apparently. for the GameCube, the remake, do you get your the, uh, your L trigger um, stabs zombies in the head with a knife? Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Resident the Resident Evil remake. Yeah, huh. I used to let myself get captured by him, so I just jabbed that knife in their head. You also so you I'm also going, could taser <laughs> them. Yep. Yeah, because I, I always I wanted to conserve my ammo for the redhead ones. So I'd let the goofy ones like try to attack me, and then I'd just jam them in the head. Just do the uh, incendiary grenade glitch where you can get an infinite of those. Uh, Sorry that it just is. broke that game for you. I, I like to play the games for real guys. I don't use game genies or. <laughs> you uh, should. They're fun. <laughs> yeah, plays Super Mario Brothers with Moonwalk. <laughs> I, I plug my game genie into my PlayStation Three and beat Uncharted like that. The, 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 the code book fire. you used to get, and you'd have to get the updated one. They'd mail them to you for two fifty. I remember that stuff. Two dollars and fifty cents. Yeah. Oh wow! I remember for my NES, I had uh, the Game Genie has like that plastic extender. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, the first one right out of the box. Yeah. The the black part that connects mm -hmm. it broke off. Oh, like right away. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that weird like triangle yeah. thing that was that stabilized or gave it support or something. It was so really you could weird. pull it like because the games have been modded for in the because it slides in horizontally it would get stuck back there without that <laughs> oh you get yeah, stuck deep now. into the nintendo without it so you had to have like a little hook to pull it out with the cartridge and that broke off right away <laughs> that was bad but you had to otherwise you could never beat Mega man 2 well, maybe this guy could yeah, I can. play a lot quick quick man stage uh no i i play it straight i can probably beat Mega man 2 in 40 minutes 
just have to know how to do it. I, I'm in love with you. <laughs> <laughs> Still working on uh, lost uh, lost levels one? for Mario Brothers. <laughs> yeah, <now>. I am. <laughs> Almost there. Almost there. Just remember when you're fighting the dragon in Doctor Wily's level, quick boomerang kills him. Like with no, no metal blade. Huh? Did you know that the best weapon to use against Metal Man is Metal Man's weapon? Oh yeah, yeah. Mega Man Two Facts dot com. <laughs> it's your new website. <laughs> My new website. <laughs> Anyways, we're the Real Nerds Podcast. You can go to realnerdspodcast.com, leave comments on our page. You can download us on iTunes, listen to us streaming on Stitcher, listen to us streaming on our website. You can email us, realnerds at gmail.com. You can like us on Facebook, Real Nerds Podcast. Yeah, which Doug Newville and Arthur Martinez just did. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Thanks. All the new likes, tweet us at real underscore nerds. You can see us at Denver Comic Con at our own booth. You can talk on our show. We will record anything you have to say. Um, well, unless it's racist. No, we'll still record it. Yeah, no hate speech. Yeah, we'll still record it. We just might put, we it, just want to put it on. Yeah. 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 Um, come out to Open Screen Night on March 25th at the <laughs> Oriental Theater at 8 o'clock and watch some local film. Don't laugh. No, I was laughing. I wasn't I was laughing. <laughs> he was laughing. <laughs> I, was, I, I was laughing because I was going to say, uh, you can say racist things, but and but we will only cut it into the 42 review episode. Oh, that's harsh. That is, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I was laughing. That's not funny, James. You're not funny. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, until next week when we night. see GI Joe. Yeah, oh, man. Retaliation. Yes, finally. Is my boyfriend in that movie? The Rock. Um, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. The Channing Tatum is in there. Oh is. yeah, yeah. He but dies. He, no, he doesn't die anymore. As long as he's shirtless when he dies, that's cool. <laughs> he's not. He's not shirtless and he doesn't die. John McClane is going to make another appearance in the movie this he year. He is. Yeah. Four Be- straight months of a movie with The Rock. <laughs> Second best Die Hard movie of the year. <laughs> G.I. Joe Retaliation. Yes, this has been Enables Visions Multimedia Production. Bye. Bye.